Hello, Mech Warriors, and welcome to the Mech Bay, where we fix your mech and fix your game. What's going on, Mech Warriors? I'm your host, Josh, and I've got my co-host, Dustin, in the command cockpit with me. How's it going, fellas? I don't know. What, what, is, what is Denim doing? I'm feeling left out, guys. Just I'm a sorry. Just left out. Aw. Did we forget to cram you in the cockpit too? I mean, you're, I know your I know your super heavy tripod has three cockpits. I assume you've got one of them crammed full of with a keg or something. Oh my gosh! We should all just load up in the super heavy. <laughs> uh, the third pilot seat was taken up with salted butter. So, oh, oh gross! <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm out. <laughs> but. We, at least two of us, are back from Southern Assault 2022, the Battletech tournament of the year. And we are here to give you the recap to make you feel like you were there in person or in mech, depending on how you feel. Uh, it'll be just like a trip to the simulators. All right. But we've we've been out of the game for a little bit because, well, tournament prep takes priority. So let's get that battle mech coolant flowing with some hobby news, hobby progress, and some fan mail. Because we have... Some big, well, I don't want to say big, large, maybe maybe assault size news. We just have, we've missed a lot, so we need to catch yeah. up. Girthy news. Girth. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> um, so the first big news is the Kickstarter date has been announced for March twenty third, twenty twenty three. So everyone who originally said you know third quarter twenty twenty two, aka Catalyst, was wrong. I, I think it was. It was that there's a limit on like the number of Kickstarters you're allowed to run at one time or something that they ran into. No, but I think that I think that them pushing it back means that uh, you'll still be getting the stuff at the same time just because there won't be as many delays. That's that's my opinion. I'm not like official or anything, but, you know, from looking and seeing, I, I think they have all this stuff lined up ahead of time. And then, I mean, why not run the Kickstarter, get the capital to pay the factory and your order size without interest. It's smart. Might as well do it. I think the big thing is they hadn't announced all of the things that would be in it yet. Like there were still some mystery mechs and mystery units. So I think the organization wasn't actually complete. I think they were working on some other stuff, especially with the Leviathan's uh, Kickstarter like deployment that took a lot of brain power. And I know they've had some other stuff with their Rome Kickstarter. So they had a lot of buns in the oven. And I think they were like, we have to get the Battletech one right. Because that's the main course. So let's just delay it until <laughs> all the other buns are out of the oven. Then the oven can just be Battletech. That's right. I'm excited for this one. I will probably just go ahead and fork out the money ahead of time and get the stuff on the first wave. This time, instead of waiting, I thought I could wait for wave two. I did wait. I don't regret my decision, but hindsight, I think I'll, I think I'll throw down. I would hope so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but they will be announcing the Kickstarter in full at, at Adepticon. So they will be there. So they're going to be at a con announcing it. Hmm. Hmm paranoia josh says will there be things to do at Atomicon? i don't know maybe who knows they haven't said anything they just say stay tuned to adepticon.com for future news surrounding all the games and events you can experience with battletech and leviathans 
there might be Battletech at Adepticon is how I read that. What do you guys think? Yeah, there's going to be Battletech at Adepticon. Look, if you're announcing your Battletech Kickstarter at a con, I really hope there's going to be Battletech at said con because that'd just be really <laughs> sad. I would assume that they're going to have some sort of uh, the grinder there, which is super popular amongst other things. We've got four months. Do we have enough time to sell all the things in the mech bay hangers to get enough to get what we want? I think we just sell one Greyhound and we'll be good for everybody. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) 60 million Seabills, a lot of (laughs) Seabills. Those XXL engines don't pay for themselves. That's right. I don't know. Not in today's economy. <laughs> 60 million doesn't go as far as it used to. That's right. Oh, it hurts because it's true. <laughs> Back in my day. Yeah. But no, I'm excited. Like I said, I think we've known, at least from Kerensky Con, from all the little events they've put on, we've, we've seen and we haven't, or we've seen what they want to put out, like 80% wise, and we haven't seen that last 20%. And that's, I don't want to say it's going to be like the decision maker, but depending on how good that last 20% is, I think they want to make sure it gets done right. What kind of extras are they going to put out? Like they had the challenge coins, they had the crappy dice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, just because my uh, octagons, my, <laughs> my octagon dice have eight sides. <laughs> They've only got six numbers, but they've got eight sides. I don't know. I don't understand it. Uh, Dustin's like rubbing his eyes just from the shame. Uh, But yeah, that's enough for that. But yeah, so we got to wait on the Kickstarter. That's fine. I think you were right that it being delayed will still get us the delivery date that we all know. And it's just they just want to have shipping orders and all that done. I think I think all the companies proved, all oh, right, this is going to draw a lot of money. So we're OK, you know, doing things up front. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It is. All right. Let's move on to some other news, some shorter term news. We got new recognition guides out. Hey, I'm a huge fan of these recognition guides. Are you? I Are am. You? <laughs> they got vehicles. Yeah, we have Rec Guide 25 and Rec Guide 26. Yeah, 26 came out today. Look at that dating the podcasting. Oh, I hate it. Uh, How do you like that new Demolisher, Dustin, in Rec Guide 25? That's nice. (laughs) Just nice. Just nice. Just nice. It's the cell one. Does it have two UAC 20s? That's nice. Yeah, 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 that's a lot. Two UAC 20s, a supercharger. A supercharger to go, to go, like, what? To go six? Something. It's like a three five, and that takes it to, to, to three six. Something like it that. Doubles, yeah. the doubles, uh, um, you know, your normal movement. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of, that's a lot of extra C bills for one more movement, but I guess, hey. you know, when it, when it comes in handy, it's important. Hey, when you, you get that extra that. MP on a, if you're moving on paved terrain, like, Ooh, if you spend all the movement on pavement, you get your plus one for wheeled and tracked. Okay, uh, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, um, I'm I'm more ex- the bulldog. Uh, that's bulldog sculpt is looking choice. Um, yeah, yeah. The demolisher like sculpt it. is. Ooh, I'll see it. I'll see it when I have it in my hands. I'm kind of like de- the demolisher sculpt is one of the oldie but goodies in my opinion. So I'm like, do we need to improve on it? But we'll see when I have it in hand. You know. Uh, it's one of those that looks best in plastic. Yeah, probably. 
<clears throat> but yeah, so a bunch of cool stuff for rec guides. I like that they're coming out with new rec guides. I'm a little surprised they're coming them. They are coming out without plastic attached, like to them. But a lot of them have the new art, so you know new plastic is coming. Yeah, yeah. or at least resin or metal, metal plastic <laughs> resin. Yes, pick your favorite, you know, product. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Yeah, so we missed the the blackout gray Monday. <laughs> Monday of Master Unalist where it went down and everyone was like, bro, where, where, where's my Master Unalist? I got a tournament to make lists for. <laughs> it was like a week and a half before tournament time and I was, or submission time or something. Yeah. And I was like, this would be, and I had to make an adjustment to my list. Come on, guys. Bro, yeah, it worked out. do you guys not just have cards? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so there's some master unitless changes. We've got upgraded points cost for jump strong. Uh, we have damage modifications for like some low damage things like battle armor and vehicles. So a lot of short, short damage and some medium special damage has been changed. So if you had a list you really loved, there's a good chance it's not valid for whatever your point value is anymore. Oof. Oof. Yeah, uh, I will say this. My Southern Assault list I took is already illegal. (laughs) So I'm glad that these changes happened after. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I can see them looking at Southern Assault going, hmm, let's see. This is suspicious. So uh, let's see. Let's see everybody's list to win and uh, see if we can't nerf some of those. Bro, that'd be be real messed up. (laughs) I will purposely do bad so my favorite units (laughs) get reductions. (laughs) But that's not how this works. It's not how this works at all. Uh, so yeah, check that out. It's all been updated on Master Unilist. I don't think anything that has a physical card changed. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's a big thing. I think the I don't physical think... cards. I don't use them basically. <laughs> wow. Yep. Yeah, but they supply them, and so they include them with every single box yes. of uh, like the lance packs and the and the uh, salvage boxes. So it's it's important that that uh, that, that their cards aren't out of date so that people can use them. What? This isn't Warhammer 40k. All right, everyone take a drink every time I say 40k. (laughs) (laughs) I will make a quick devil's advocate argument and say that um, if if you're using the cards, use the cards. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about the master unit list. And if you're using the master unit list, don't worry about the cards. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, there's no reason to, you know, cross-pollinate. I mean, who brings cards and master unit list print printouts? So, well, for for I think Nova and Southern Assault aren't wasn't it in the rule packs that you had to have the printout from master unit list? Yeah, uh, like they wouldn't for, have allowed the cards anyway, right? For Southern Assault, yes, I don't know about Nova. I can't remember. I want to say Nova was also master unit list. Yeah, I but I but for friendly games, for, yeah, friendly for friendly games, games, I don't think this changes anything because there's going to be cards in that Alpha Strike box, so you know. I guess tiny news. We saw the Alpha Strike box. <laughs> we cool. also saw Dominion divided, but let's yes. let's cover the Alpha Strike box first. Uh, new units look neat. Uh, the buildings are cool. It, it's I think it's a great product idea for getting people in. You know, it, uh, is it worth eighty bucks? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How many units are in there? There's a star a, and a, then a three comp- quarters of a yeah eight units. Eight. So what is that? 13? 13 yeah, for eighty. Let's do the yeah. math. I'm bringing up the calculator while I bleed time off. 
80 divided by 13 is 6. Point- okay, so it's like the same as most other box sets. Yeah, most boxes And are you get terrain and stuff and you- in there. <laughs> yeah. Are we calling cardboard pop-up people I, terrain? I am terrain? For, for me too. Me yeah. too. <laughs> it's good. For, it's for good those box. who have nothing, this this it's not bad quality. Oh no, this would be the ideal starter set because you have two distinct factions and everyone could like, all right, well, I want this, I want that and split it up. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it's great. It's like game. Now they have two solid boxes for both of their flagship games because Alpha Strike is a different game. And I think that's great. I need them to put the box set mechs in the salvage boxes, though, because the only way to get more Shadowhawks is to buy more box sets. And I don't want to do that. You don't just have like a guy that you meet like in a back alley with Shadowhawks. <laughs> Not that I'm willing to admit to. They have the same sculpt from Iron Wind Metals, and it's got all five tubes of the LRM5. So just get the metal one. Oh, sure. Because when I want, you know, a lance of them instead of paying 20 bucks, I should pay 120 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Hey, at least you can chew on the pewter ones, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you could just go onto eBay and buy a lot, a lot, like a space lot of shadow hawks like how many shadow hawks do you want i don't know 30 he's like how's 42 sound and you just get them for like 20 bucks it's the principle of the matter at that point you're not even looking for the modern sculpt you're just like i want shadow hawks equality paint job don't care give excuse me i think what you heard was i want some shadow hawks what i actually said was i want all of your shadow hawks all righty, so that's enough of Kickstarter date. That's enough for Rec Guide, and that's enough for Master Unitless changes. I think there's another big news that's more closely for... Oh, let's do Dominion Divided. So how was... You looked through it, you skimmed. How was Dominion Divided, the book? Uh, what I did was not qualified as skimmed. I <laughs> looked at like three pages, and I was too in tournament mode to even uh, pay attention to it. But I guess you skimmed a little bit. You found something in the back. I mean, yeah, I found something in the back, but that's just for me personally. Um, <laughs> but the random acquisition tables in there were very choice. I highly recommend it. I'm actually mad I didn't look at those. Or take a <laughs> uh, the map included with it also. I was, say, was the thing in the back a map, Josh? Yes. The thing in the back was a map. Technically, he took it out, so it wasn't in the back. But <sighs> yeah, yeah, people were pouring over the map. <laughs> No, that's exciting. I like I like maps. Denim and I are opposites. I like take the maps and I throw them in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> you can have all my maps, Denim. Okay, bring them. Yeah. I we'll mean, right it. now on the wall here, I've got at least one map, maybe two, and then and then I've got some more in the garage. Maps of your house don't count, and maps no, of the Mech got... Bay, a fictional place that lives only in our heads and on Discord, also doesn't count. All right, I got I got. I got way too many video game world maps on my walls in my house. That is true. Look at this man with time to play video games. All right. Now I sleep. (laughs) All right. So we'll get. So we have some news closer to home. The Mech Bay podcast mascot logo mech. The Greyhound is now out for sale. It's it. It arrived at Southern Assault with almost no forewarding. That's right. The (laughs) dropship came in hot. Hot dropped a bunch of greyhounds and got out of there. Yeah. I was like, I was not honestly expecting it. That's how <laughs> quick it was. <laughs> um, but yeah. DRD sculpt looks great. 
Yeah. Uh, what is it? Six Death pieces? Designs. How many pieces does that got? Uh, yeah, two legs, hips, torso, two arms, and the head. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven pieces. Seven pieces. That's pretty good. That's that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So how do people like me who weren't at Southern Assault get a hold of them? Well, it is currently a Fortress Miniatures and Games online exclusive. So if you go on there and just Google, or not Google, if you just search Greyhound, it'll be there. Is that Greyhound with an E or an A? It is a Greyhound with an E. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, it looks awesome. I think, Dustin, you were literally the first person to assemble one. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's actually your photo of one assembled on their paint desk on the website because it yes. was that fast. It is That is my paint desk on the website. <laughs> <laughs> How's it feel? How does it feel to be famous? Like well, everyone, everyone can see my paint desk. Please don't look. I know. Um, <clears throat> hopefully there'll be an updated version once I finish painting it, which I got, I got an hour and a half or so into it so far, so... So how do we get the record sheets for that? Because I'm sure oh, there's people oh, out there who are going to get it who don't have record sheets. Is now that I, on? Is that on the um, Mega Mech? I wish it was on Mega Mech. Please, Mega Mech people, can you add my custom <laughs> unit? I know you used to, because there is a Google Doc, and I will just put the link for the Google Doc with Alpha Strike cards and classic sheets onto the show notes of this episode. You can email me; I'll send it to you. Feel free to do whatever. Make your own record sheet have fun with it i'm just happy that it's a nice looking sculpt actually like i will say i put in a lot of no this is not right this is not right i was like the karen of critiquing like yeah. the day before the tournament because they this, missed me like hey does this, this look is, good <laughs> this is something you should be that concerned about this i would is, hope you so. got you got one shot for this like one shot once it's printed it's out there that's true so it had to be perfect it does. This is not true. You can update the sculpt and release more. No, but then there's still ones that are out there. Like they're out in the world. You want the ones that are out in the world that people are going to see to be the best one. That's true. But yeah, it looks awesome. We've all got one here. And I think we're going to see who paints up paints theirs up the best. I have I have a feeling who's going to do the best, but <laughs> that might uh be dependent on how they placed in Southern Assault. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, speaking of Painting and the hobby progress. I've been working on the Greyhounds. Um, I did. I think everybody does a little bit of panic painting right before the tournament. What? No. <laughs> so I did some of that. Uh, assembled the Greyhound. Yep. And then future episodes, hobby progress will be she shed because I got to finish that up. And I, ne- I neglected the she shed for like the whole month before the tournament because it was it was time to get it everything painted up and done. <laughs> but that was that was pretty much it. All right. So when you say she shed, is that like me saying Warhammer? Like it's just our like buzzword? No, I've been mudding and taping the drywall. We're getting there. We're getting there. Hope the idea is the she shed will be done for Christmas. It's a Christmas present. It'll be done. And then you guys will never have to hear about it again. Lies. I'll hear about it every <laughs> week. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys get anything done? Josh, I know you were... I panic painted. I didn't start until Sunday night because I'm terrible. Yeah. Tournaments on Saturday. I'm getting there on Friday. And I was like, yeah, four days is enough to paint and do everything. Uh, No, it's not. Please don't. (laughs) Blake knew I would be too powerful if I had better time management skills. So I don't have them. Uh, Denim? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
I was trying to make use with what little time I had to get some hobby progress done by printing out trees for my 3D maps, but I uh, accidentally broke my 3D printer. So no, yeah, oh, no. it's okay. I ordered I ordered the part. It should be here Monday or Sunday. I don't That's know. good. That's good. But um, yeah. So are even, you even my printing got got waylaid? Are you crawling your way out of IT employee hell? Or uh, it's slow, but yeah, yeah, it's okay. uh, th- things are actually, I mean, we can't add new people yet, but, but we're getting there. Okay. That's good. So we'll, we'll see you occasionally in the weeks yeah. coming. Yeah. That's good. I feel for your brother. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Is this how Comstar felt like after gray oh, Monday? <laughs> oh man. I just read a book about that poor guy who was trying to, who was trying to fix it. <laughs> I forget his name because I'm horrible with names, but uh, but I, I understand his his pain. He's just locked in some room, and he wakes up, and they're like, "Fix the the hyperpulse generators," and then he goes back to sleep. You know, twenty hours later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so is he like more the junior dev or like the senior dev? No, did he, he's, he's did he push he did he push to production and then like no one caught it? it the problem was was <laughs> it was that he fixed one. And then they're like, oh, you fixed one. You can fix them all. The and they just locked him in a room. Just locked him in a room. Oh, no. It was like a big fight. Like there were multiple factions fighting over this one guy who found the turn it off, turn it back on switch. Yeah. Are we talking yeah. about Tucker, Tucker Harwell? That's the one I'm talking about. Tucker. <laughs> Tucker. I'm horrible with names. But yes, it's Tucker. Okay. Yeah. That's I was it. like, wait, I actually know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I am finally officially out of the Dark Age books for for novels and stuff. I'm uh, I'm I'm making my way up to Hour of the Wolf. Hour of the Wolf. Excellent. Yeah. How's it feel? Oh, it feels good because some of those Dark Age books were not good. I thought about mm. picking some up this week, and I was like, No, no, <laughs> not yet. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm reading some of Jason Schmetzer's. I guess that's how you pronounce his name. That's what I say. Schmetzer. His, his writing is great. I like, <laughs> I, I, like I feel like there's a butt coming. <laughs> no, no. I, it's, there's, <laughs> there is no butt coming. Uh, he, yeah. I like his writing. It just this feels is... so good after getting out of the Dark Age novels to read some good novels with good writing, <laughs> with, with good pacing, with, with words that I understand this because they're uh... used correctly. <laughs> This is the Gordon Ramsay finally some good food meme. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he's a he's the one that did Embers of War, and um, he he has that as an audio book. Is it Embers of War? Is that the one with the the stealthy tigers? Bro, I don't. I read. don't. Oh well, whatever. I enjoy his writing. That, it's good. He, he's a common favorite in book club. Schmetzer. Cool. Yeah. All right, so. We'll probably talk a little bit more about our hobby progress as we go through the Southern Assault recap, but we do have some mail that I've been putting off just because I needed all three of us on and like in the mindset to answer them. So uh, Omar writes, great show. You have kept me entertained through several long days of driving with an excellent show. Love the format, news, hobby progress, and the content is top notch. Thank you, Omar. Thank you, Omar. You flatter us. You do. Uh, Now for some questions. Would you recommend a mirror match for an intro slash demo game? I found myself with a lot of duplicate mechs, and while I will try to keep the BV at 5,000 or less, would you recommend just a straight mirror or two lances with some of the more iconic mechs from 3025? I was thinking about a few that I have multiples of, like a Warhammer, Marauder, or Rifleman. Okay, so like you've got the beginner box, which is not a mirror match, but the very first... uh... 
Cam, uh, the very first mission scenario in the back of the standard box set is a mirror matchup. So a lot of people assume that that's the way to go. Um, I prefer it not to be a mirror matchup, and I also prefer more mediums uh, in the mix than heavies. Heavy uh, For a beginner game, throwing heavies out to begin with, it just takes too long to get through the armor. It uh, it can make a demo game or a, an intro game go on so long that people start to lose interest. It's no longer an intro game at that point. Yeah, that's that's not game. that's not what you want. <laughs> I would say I would say some slow lights uh, and some medium mechs are a good way to go. Um, you know, mirror match it if if people are concerned about it being absolutely fair on both sides, but. Uh, but for, for your first few games, you shouldn't worry about winning or losing. You should just be learning about getting through as many rules as possible. So uh, I, I would say just get an eclectic mix of uh, whatever looks cool and go with that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm mostly there um, with Denim for sure. And mostly to just expand upon that, I prefer not to do a mirror match for my intro games because I want to introduce... Uh, a diverse number of mechs and i i always do two two on two for intro matches i think a lance is lance on lance is a bit much for intro players lance on lance is too much and one v one is just you can uh, have a a horrible role and then it's over in one or two turns so two two v two is the way to go and um also as obviously the more experienced player i do my best to throw the game and make sure the intro person wins and that's easier to do with two mechs yeah. than four um but uh i also don't want to lie about the game so you know it but, does yeah, take a while <laughs> yeah it does take a while uh but yeah those are if you're asking that's that's my opinion josh yeah i'm i'm, I'm not a mirror match person just because the mechs have different personalities and normally i like bring four out and i let them pick a either a heavy or a medium i i tend to go back to the medium side i just have more mediums for them to pick which is better and then let them pick a light and i'm like cool these are yours and i kind of describe and then it's like how do you feel about these you want to look at something else so i i try to let them pick just based on their aesthetic that kind of gives like a personal attachment to those mechs which might drive the even if they lose or have a bad time, they're like, well, I really liked how this one played or I really liked how Yurd played. So I almost say that's more key is that like initial like talk through of, all right, this one's a, a commando. It's missiles and that's a locust. He's fast, but only lasers. And the commando will explode. It's its job. Every time, every time. <laughs> uh, I like things also with not as many guns, like a Centurion or a Griffin. Shadowhawk's okay. It just like all right. Here's five. Yeah, no, Denim's shaking his head. head. <laughs> the Shadowhawk lover is like, don't take a Shadowhawk. Not for an intro beginner game. It just it it won't die and it doesn't do any damage. So, uh. yeah. And also, my other big thing is play it three four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's that's not a bad idea. <laughs> just because you'll get more shots and they'll do damage and they'll be happier with it and then you yeah. can be like all right regular game we're playing with grunts yeah so all right uh this is directed at individuals next question with regards to faction choices josh with your choice in comstar do you stick with them after the split or did you go with word of Lake? if not why hmm i actually did stick with comstar up until the dark age 
like I kind of skip the jihad actually in my brain. Like I do intro almost like post Star League Comstar, like nothing but like a couple of ROM agents all the way up to like clan evasion. And then I kind of like don't really care about them after. Like, and then I go straight to Dark Age and I'm like, okay, this is their last big hurrah. Um, what is it? The, not the first order. That's Star Wars. Oh, come on. Blessed Order. The Blessed Order. God, they really are the bad guys. <laughs> uh, so I, I go straight to them. I like them. But Blessed Order is almost more of a mix of Warder Blake and Comstar. So I kind of take it when they're all like not super bad guys. I guess. I don't know. That's kind of weird. They're super bad guys. Yeah, I know they're super bad guys. But I kind of like that they're taking... They just come out of nowhere and they have this weird, cool, advanced tech. Yeah. So... Uh, Dustin, next question. With your choice of clan wolf, do you favor the Crusader wolves or the Warden wolves? What about wolves in exile? Uh, so let's see, Warden wolves or Blood of Kerensky, right, Denim? That's. Oh, I was thinking that Warden wolves were the wolves in exile. Is that uh, is that not what happened? No, the... Phelan Kale splits off, right? For wolves in exile, right, right. But he's he's the faction that that uh, that, that is the anti Crusader faction. Oh, that see, it's weird because wolves were like secretly warden, but faked being crusader, right? <laughs> until until too many of them are like, no, we are crusaders because true. Jade Falcons are That's taking true. all this stuff. I mean, to so. truly answer the question, Omar, and to let you down a little bit, I picked Clan Wolf because Beta Galaxy was easy to paint because they're uh, the Space Marine, the Ultramarines of the. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, you prime it gray and then you paint tan on top and you put a wash on it. And that was it. And that was, I was super into that back then. Um, and that's why I went with Clan Wolf. And then Clan Wolf, Dark Age, Max, were just because I was already running Clan Wolf. So I can't really answer your question. Um, and, and I haven't played Clan Wolf in like a year. So. Um, <laughs> wow, you really haven't. <laughs> you have yeah, failed. I have failed. Yeah. I, I like the wolves from the blood of Kerensky era because I read about them. That's really the bulk of the lore from the wolves that I've read. So those wolves invasion era. Yeah. Yeah. The <clears throat> crusader wolves that are secretly wardens because they're, they're the good guys in the books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to read the next question, Josh? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, next question, with regards to the custom terrain I keep hearing about in the hobby pro progress portion, specifically the new as of episode 23 desert map with an airstrip, once I am settled from my move, I plan to invest in a few 3D printers, resin and plastic. So I'm trying to get an idea of what files are available out there. That is part of what I am waiting for before trying Alpha Strike, getting the appropriate terrain. Are photos of these projects located somewhere? I check Facebook and try digging through the Discord. Just trying to get an idea of what others are working on and where I can get those files. I have checked with both Steel Warriors Studios and Death Ray per your show's recommendations. Uh, so everything that I have and I have taken photos of is from Thunderhead Studios through Steel Warrior Studios. And uh, those the guy who makes those files uses an Ender 3. So if you buy an Ender 3 FDM printer, all of the Thunderhead Studios terrain that you get through steel steel warrior studios will print very nicely on your ender three if you get that um that is my recommendation i like thunderhead stuff i have not 
um, printed any of Death Ray's stuff, but I have played with it at um, Southern Assault 1 and 2, and it all looks great. Now, specifically dealing with the map that he's talking about, um, Thunderhead Studios has a lot of hills for the new map packs that that uh, that are out. A lot of, especially the grasslands. Um, I think he's got it for all of the grasslands. Yes, he does. I printed the whole set. He, he does not have all of them for the desert stuff yet. So the uh, the one with the airstrip, there aren't any official 3D files that that uh, cover that exactly like they do with all the all the green ones. Um, that may come out sooner or later, but as of right now, my particular one is uh, stuff modeled after the. After that, like I just took hex hills and I'm configuring them into into ones that are roughly like that, and I'm taking buildings that, that fit on the spaces, but not necessarily are the exact buildings that are shown on the map, like I do on the on the grassland maps. So to answer that question, there are no official three um, D terrain sets for the airstrip map, but the other side, the one with all the with all the grasslands uh, of that map, the, I, I believe he's talking about the mega mat. Um, right yeah, there. I think so. There, there are from Thunderhead Studios through Steel Warrior, hundred uh, percent. All of those, all of the terrain on the other side, you can get from there. So the the hill packs, the uh, the buildings, and the trees. And just to disambiguate, just in case, when Denim says official, he means officially through Thunderhead. Thunderhead is not affiliated with Catalyst Game Lags or anything like that. Correct. I meant, I meant the hills are exactly the hills that you see. The buildings yes. are the exact buildings you see. Not official as in Catalyst uh, Game Labs. That is right. correct. Thank you. No problem. Just in case. All righty. And Omar says, keep up the great work with the show. I don't know that our work is great, but thank you. It's I work. think it's great. <laughs> <laughs> All it's, right. it's something. All righty. Do we want to take a quick break and retune the HBG signal before we talk about Alpha Strike? 375 points. Yeah, Too I much. Gotta go, I got to find Tucker because uh, the the, uh, the <laughs> something something's wrong on my end. Uh, let me go find him, find him. We'll get it tweaked up and then yep. we'll be back. I need to go make sure that the butter has not been misplaced. <laughs> All right, it's another year, which means it's another tournament. And this year, (laughs) it's Southern Assault 2022. This time with 53 players, the biggest Battletech tournament in the continental United States in at least eight years. At least. There might have been something bigger but that we know of. But Southern Assault is hosted by Rob at Fortress Managers and Games. It is 375 points of unadulterated Alpha Strike awesomeness here in good old North Carolina. Wait a minute. So you guys were at a tournament last weekend. That's why you didn't go to my party. You had a party? Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. No, I feel I feel stood up now. Oh, I want to talk to your manager. <laughs> Where is she? Not, uh, in the, not in the house right now, actually. <laughs> I watched a little bit of the streams from last year and this year, and it was a huge difference. There was the gymnasium was packed. Oh, lots yeah. of players, lots of players. It was great. Felt like more than fifty three. I'll say that. Yeah. Oh man, so were there were there like booths and stuff set up in there, or is it just tables for for just for tables for game? It is pure pure gameage. Raw. There is no nobody selling anything at the tournament. 
okay, that's a lie. There, there's a <laughs> there's a little bit of stuff like if you would like to buy like dice or a t-shirt or something, there's that. But there's no like store vendors there, right? No. Food trucks? Nope. Nope. Ooh. Well, next year maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. I just like hmm. Mm. <laughs> Well, tell, tell me about it. I wasn't there. I wasn't there last year. I wasn't there this year, even though I was signed up for it. So let, let me know what I missed. All right. So it is Southern Assault. If you didn't listen to, what is it, episode 20-something, 20 22, I'm going to go with. It is a 375 point on the table. No side list. No no side tables. It's yep. you, you bring everything, and everything plays every game. It is two days. It is six games, and it is oh, yeah. missions drop time of, like, of game. So you don't have any time to know what you have to do. Wait a minute. So it's a blind mission. It's blind missions. Blind missions. It's 375 points. Yep. yep. And how long were the games? Two hours. Because <laughs> I remember at a 250, like, it was, it was tough to get games in under two hours. How did you guys get games in under two hours when you didn't know the mission and it was 375 points? Read the mission. Do the mission. No brain, only go. There, okay, so so you guys finished all your games under time? Uh, no, I finished. That was my half- question, and Josh just made it some point, like like, oh no, that happened. No, I, I finished half my games under time. I'll say that. I think I only finished one game under time. I will say it's okay if you, because of the way that missions are scored, it's okay if you don't finish in time, or if you if you don't run out of turns, so to speak. Um, there's a time limit, two hours. There's a turn limit for most games. And if you uh, table your opponent, the game stops. There's no like yeah. racking up points. Yep. I would say 80% of the players or 80% of the games for all the players will, will go to two hours. And every now and then people, I'd say 20% of the overall games, maybe maybe 20 to 15% finish up ahead of time. It just, yep. it, it seems inefficient to me. Like it should either be less points which i know they aren't going to do or slightly more time so i have a thought on this and i noticed it throughout my games at 375 points most lists didn't add more than what they would have taken to a 250 or lower list they just took bigger units with better skills so the like i had less units at 375 than i did at last year's 350 and i only had two units less than i did to my nova list so i actually took the less least amount of units that i've ever taken to a tournament at 375 i don't know i think the super heavy should count as two or three units it, there are more expensive units than it yes match yeah so Use 69 it only stuff. counts as one <laughs> it only counts as one uh yeah. i think there are a lot of players though and i noticed this at the tournament that maxed the number and were taking like average points and they were the ones going to time yeah, because it's just so many units that you have to deal with. Yeah, like it, I, me taking, what was it, like five 50-point units is 250, but they're taking 10 25-point units to do, to take, that takes twice as much thing. So I think there is like a metagame actually just of how much do you take and... I want to say maxing the units for that isn't actually worth it because you'll hit time more often. But what I mean, this is the pregame show, but yeah, yeah, I I think this is one of those things that that uh, that hopefully as this this format becomes more and more popular, that uh, that there's going to be a lot of refinement. And I I think the only way really we're going to be able to do that is to just do more tournaments, see what works, see what doesn't 
Yeah. What do you think? I was, I was just curious about, about Southern Assault specifically knowing that it had more points than Nova and the same amount of time for, for the missions. And I, I just didn't see how that was possible. And apparently it's not as possible as I, it is possible. Okay. I'll say that it is possible. It had roughly the same unit restrictions. I think max was 16 units. Yes. Max was 16 max five battle or, or infantry. It was not specific. It's oh, five right. infantry. I, I want to say you could have a lot of vehicles. Maybe it was maybe it was eight or something, something like that. Yeah, <clears throat> but you could easily at three hundred and seventy-five points units. get up to sixteen. And I, I, my first list had fifteen units, and then my second list had fourteen units uh, for the tournament. Uh, my prior year had ten. I had you know a mixed Nova thing going on, um, and. I mean, you can take a swarm unit or you can take an elite or you can take something in between. Um, and I think the advantages and disadvantages of those kind of translate into alpha strike. If you're like more familiar with general war gaming. Um, and I played against and as um, all those different units, I would say I was middling between elite and swarm last year. And I was definitely leaning more swarm this year. Um, and there's, you know, metagame wise, there's definitely some unit movement efficiency, especially with the rules um, for how you move your units. You can really initiative sync. So there's just something to that. But all of my units were cheaper. So um, and they were easier to take off the table. Yeah. OK. Yep. Well, let, let's get into some of this stuff then. Um, would you take Josh if you didn't? Uh... OK, so I took. Sea foxes again, which is what I took last year, and mainly that was just because they were one of the few factions that A, I have, and B, were taking the units that I wanted to take already. Like, this was a, I'm taking X, Y, and Z, which factions have that? Oh, my same faction I took last year? Okay, we're good. So, I took a Ares Super Heavy Tripod for 69 points. 69 nice. points, really? Yeah. So, that that third leg is a leg isn't it is this the uh the john c holmes mech that uh, you've got walking around there i'm too young to get that reference oh sir. my god yeah i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> everyone over 40 is kicking themselves <laughs> with laughter right now all right um but yes i took a super heavy tripod why because i got it last year at southern assault and i'm like i'm taking this next year because this format doesn't care and the points are high enough that it doesn't care. Yeah, um, a lot of points. A lot of points. So I was like, this is one of the few times I get to use it. I'm going to take it. I took a Triskelion tripod because if you're taking one little one big three-legged, <laughs> you might as well take two three-leggeds. Uh, do, we, do we make the same joke, Denim? Does that joke apply to this guy too? No, because it's not as big. It's, oh, it's okay. Jo- yeah. No, it doesn't. It just <laughs> this, doesn't work. This is the don't talk to me or my son joke ever yeah. again. Yeah. Uh, I took the Vulture Mark IV D, which is what a rec- returning favorite from last year. Mm-hmm. I took the new Hammerhead model. I took a Firestorm, one of the new Wreck Guide mechs. It's just a Shadow Cat without the Omni ability. Like, yeah. don't, don't, don't at me. It's just a Shadow Cat, people. Um, I took a Stalking Spider II, which is a quad. It's a kind of like a regular. It's not like a spider. If I say that, it's not. No, it's like but a, it's. Yeah, because it's not the spider. It looks like the tarantula legs. It, it does look much more like a tarantula than a regular stalking spider. So don't also don't at me on that one. Um, I took a cougar F. My 
and I took a Piranha 5 at skill 5. <laughs> that was also a recurring mech, different chassis from last year. And I took two Sylph VTOL battle armors. I took one at skill 3 because I had the points. Now, the Sylph, <laughs> they, they are VTOL. Were you able to strafe? Were you allowed? Is that a thing that... I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to do anything weird with them. I was, that I was, seems like super powerful. I would have definitely <sighs> attempted to do that. A 10-inch strafe and everything under it takes a point of damage or a potential point of damage. Dustin, you took VTOLs. Did you strafe? Uh, no, I think it's specific to the aerospace movement. Yeah. Not, I'm not sure. It, it's it, not? In the rules, it said it, it, it said that they are VTOLs and all VTOLs get the strafe um, it, it, it's have a whole special section about VTOLs so, and strafing. Someone who's better at rules, let me know if my VTOL battle armor can perform strafing maneuvers. Yeah, Anyways, please. I didn't I do like any because <laughs> there were the restrictions of no like special ammunition attacks. So they have the bomb ability. I wasn't allowed to use bomb. That's uh, fine. I don't yeah. care. I'm not taking them because of that. I'm taking them because they are cool. This, this is a, this is purely a flexing list stylistically, aesthetically. There you go. I put the sylphs on little VTOL stands, so they're doing cool yeah. little VTOL things. They were flying. Yeah. They, they were, were flying. They, I will say, they never uh, rode in on a mech. They were always VTOLing or running on their own. Mm. Well, yeah, why? I mean, there's no real point. <laughs> I mean, there's points like doing things, protecting for extra <clears throat> armor. Like, I don't know. If a mech moves faster than what they move, I don't know. There's reasons, there's things, but yeah, they were always on their own, which I think was kind of cool. Yeah. Like I said, how about you, Dustin? What'd you bring? So I brought, uh, for the mechs, I brought five mechs. I brought the King Crab 001, which is not my first, first choice, but uh, I don't want to bog down the podcast. <laughs> you, with my no, mechs. no, you got, re- your first list got rejected. It did. So the Ow. King Crab hold on, hold on. 11. Who rejected it? Call them out by name, sir. I don't know. It, whoever was checking the list. It was wrong. Dave Gold Bishop. Oh, yeah. Dave, come on. <laughs> Thank you, you Dave, <laughs> for rejecting Dustin's list. Um, he only it, ranted and raved for many moons. <laughs> I was so sad. The King Crab 11 is such a different beast. Uh, Why was it rejected? It, it it was not available to Free Worlds League, period, oh. in any era. So I feel um, like we need to stop there. There were faction limits on these yes. lists. That was yep. going to be my next question. And that was different from last year. Last year was... Whatever you want. Whatever you wanted. So this year there were faction limits. So I couldn't take the 11. I just switched it out with the 001, which was the same number of points. So that was a pretty quick swap. Um, and I was disappointed. But we'll move on. So that's a classic juggernaut. I had the Warhammer 2C3 as my brawler. I had the Seraph token heat damage, um, just skirmisher in general. Uh, I brought my Urban Mech Arrow 4. So this was the only unit in my <laughs> list that was a different skill level. I took skill 2 because I liked my token artillery last year for breaking up Death Stars, but I actually wanted to hit this year, so I dropped it <laughs> to 2, and I was very happy about that. I took the Mercury 105 as a just a fast skirmisher. Um, very fast, 24 inches, fastest unit in my list. Um, I will go next to my Zon Heavy Transport, which could carry two or car eight, so two points or you know two groups of four battle armor. Um, and my Zon had the tag, so the and the Zon's a little tanky. It's actually quite tanky. So it was a party bus, and it was tag, and it was tanky, and it was two one zero, so it was token damage. Um, and the rest of my units were doubled up. 
I took the infantry because that was my whole idea this year. I guess if we want to get into that later, we can get into that. But I took two squads of Phalanx D battle armor and I took two. Okay. So I took (laughs) two. I had to wrangle my list at the end because the King crab got, maybe it wasn't the exact same. I think it was one point cheaper than the one I had to switch it out with, but I had to, I had to maneuver my list a little bit. So I took the tortoise two battle armor. That's five, five, zero. And I took the tortoise, a separate set. That was the four, four, zero, um, I'm talking about damage brackets for those that don't know. Um, and so the Zon could carry two of those. So for the other two, I ended up settling on the main gauche um, infantry fighting vehicles. So that's the infantry fighting variant of the main gauche light support tank. And I love these things. And that's my list. 14 nice. units. I like it. It's a lot, but I it's like a lot. it. I fought roughly close to that same list. Pretty when we close. Practiced. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, and that was my list. Denim, what do you think in your infinite wisdom? I, I like your token urban mech artillery. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's cute. Yeah. I, I even do. modeled up I, a little arrow three thing for his arms. So he could, arrow three. Why does everyone arrow, get it wrong? Oh my God. Four, sorry. Because somebody was talking about how it had three missiles. So it was somebody was like, like, oh, it's got Davy Crockett's. So we're bringing war crime Irby trash can or something. But so, yes, the arrow four or arrow IV. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. no. <laughs> <Did> him. <laughs> Look, we only gave would... we only gave because we saw John from MRC, Lord Carvin there. We only gave him crap probably 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, like to play your your list with my list, Dustin. I sure I got it. It's all painted up and ready to go. Not tomorrow, um, but soon. <laughs> soon. Yeah. I was partial to my list. I liked it. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, it, it was the lists were faction locked. Uh-huh. Um, the Poseidon, like your, your Aries, you know, it came out in the, in the Republic era, yet it is a smoke Jaguar faction, uh, super heavy according yeah. to to, uh, that makes sense list. because the Republic slash Smoke Jaguars, they were the, what was it, Fidelis. So mm-hmm. Smoke Jaguars would get a lot of Republic tech. So I think if you want to do clans, but also play Republic, that's a great way to do it. Yeah. Right. It's kind of why I like doing Sea Fox because they got a lot uh, of the stuff as well. I, I ordered one specially for that. So we'll see <laughs> how it goes. All right. So those are the lists we're taking. I took a just a two stars. Mm-hmm. And Dustin took a combined arms force. It's a company with mixed company with support yeah, element. Yeah, it's, it's very not fluffy. Fourteen <laughs> units. It's five mechs. Like, yeah, it was not fluffy. The opposite of last year. All right. So, what we do for prep? Because everyone loved our prep section for tournament. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, uh, what did you bring, D? So I brought my acetaminophen, uh, which came in clutch, I think, like after game two, I was starting to get a headache. Um, not enough lists. I printed six and people wanted to keep them, which is very understandable. And I had to like erase one and I couldn't make copies. So I will bring more than six copies. I'll bring 12 copies next year. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so everybody can have a copy, including myself. Uh, I brought my mic for interviews. Um, and then I brought my social battery charger, which was a very... Very different than last year. A bottle um, of Jaeger? No. So I took my own car. And this oh, nice. ended up being, um, it like totally changed my energy level for the socializing because I was 
able to be by myself in my car. Um, and it turned out to be super, super good for me because it's lots of talking. And, and when you're in the car with your, your friends and you're talking about the tournament, you're just gonna be talking nonstop. And that really, I didn't realize how much it wore me out last year. Um, me and you are the literally opposite people at this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with Dustin on this one. There has to be some some amount of of just I'm all by myself. I need some alone time, guys. <laughs> do. Um, so that was that was the the big change from last year. Uh, but what about you, Josh? What did you bring? I took the same stuff I took last year. I Josh is like this ain't my first rodeo. <laughs> I got the list. <laughs> this is not my off. first rodeo. Uh, melatonin to sleep because pre tournament anxiety. Uh, terrible mainly just prevents me from sleeping because i'm so excited so i just need something to knock me out the day before and the day during so yeah. that that's really the big one um yeah i brought models i brought backup bottles and dice and i actually my big thing i brought this year was i bought a i brought a dice tray and what it is josh you love dice trays i don't i mean I, you don't <laughs> i hate dice trays with a passion it's hilarious i don't know why i do know why the reason why is because none of them are up to my standards so i bought what yeah, yeah they, bought, they... i bought things to make one to my standards and it was beautiful nice so how did you keep it from from getting cocked on the side of the wall because that's what always happens to me if you the dice tray. if you get the walls that aren't too high but aren't too low it's perfect they either stay hmm. in or they go out there's no cocking I think I encountered one cock dice out of the whole thing. And that was more just because it hit two dice and was like, I can't land flat. Um, I bought a was it, 11 by 14 painting, but like just the frame kind of like one that you could paint on the front of. So it's like one of those like live, laugh, love style things, blank. So you can write your own. And I was like, nah, man, this is a dice rolling board. Took it. <laughs> um, and I put a green grass like diorama what is it stick on paper onto the back of it so it's like got the raised oh what's the word like you could put a nail and hang it up kind of thing like it's got yeah. that recess that yeah, yeah the recess okay and then it's got the green grass and i just glued that on and i'm like wow i was gonna make this into a display board i bought all the things to make it into a display board but i really left it more as a dice tray because one thing i noticed last year was there just wasn't a lot of room at the tables with mission packets your dead pile, your alive pile, your dice pile, your mission packets. I'm like, I need a dedicated space for rolling. And this fits on the edge of a table and it's wide enough or long enough that I can orient it a little off whichever way I need. Um, so to rewind a little bit, I also brought my game caddy, which has similar to what you're talking about. Um, I built it for last year. It has room. There's a little slot underneath for my rule book and my papers and crap to keep it all organized and there's room for all the dice and tokens and mechs and stuff on top but yeah having a caddy is very nice for taking stuff around so but back to you <clears throat> water come on yeah did water? you did you hydrate or digest <laughs> i brought I, na, my wife got me a like a water bottle this year so i had a like a reusable yeah, an i got a nalgene bottle boy it's we're just uh, true hydro homie. <laughs> true hydro homie. Uh, I will say I was seeing how much water I drank per game, and it's like six hundred mils. And I was like, "Oh man!" By end of day <laughs> one, because I drank like, "All right, let's drink half a liter pregame." It's like I've drank three liters of water. And I'm not. I'm not dr- wet yet. I need more. <laughs> I need- uh, uh, so I didn't have the twenty four pack in the car, bringing it out. But there was also fifty three people there, which meant like not as much. Running out to the car was easy. Right. 
I'm trying to think. So, yeah, those are the big things they brought, brought roughly the same. So, yeah. Yeah. Dustin, uh, what'd you did, forget? Uh, I forgot nothing. Ah. Pretty much what we took. Like I said, uh, went to the same hotel. Hotel's nice. Got, you know. So, yeah. So, we get there. We get there Friday. We start hanging out with the MRC guys that we had, where you were on with last episode. <laughs> that nice. was that was hilarious. I ran into John. Yeah, from we saw Matt LeBaron, who we both me and you played at Nova. So it was a, like in the first ten minutes we're there, we're already like, oh, I know you, I know you, I know you. <laughs> like, hey, it's a small world after all, guys. So that was awesome. Day one, like I said, uh, day one, we got there Friday because it was open house. So we all go to the event space. Cracker Barrel. I wish. (laughs) Yeah, we all start hanging out. We see Dan from listening to Paint Dry. Love that guy. Saw him at Nova. But this time he got to play. Yeah, Nova, he was just doing the painting competition. He was so busy the whole time because I was at Nova with him and he was, yeah, just busy all the time. Yeah, I felt bad because he was like, I haven't played alpha strike in like a year like i've been that busy i was like all right we're getting like a quick quick uh what is it up to speed but yeah um we had soul roth versus lord carbon doing their charity game their hunchback Ooh. versus crab game yep crab back 2022 crab back all right who <laughs> did you have your money on uh, i Oh me? Yeah, I, I didn't i didn't know about this. All but, right, was um, it 250 points of crabs versus 250 points of Hunchbacks. hunchbacks. I, I'm going to put my money on the hunchback. Dustin? Oh, I I didn't know this game existed. I showed up <laughs> halfway through the game. Um, You're like, what's going I would on? Have gone, I would have gone Team Crab. Look, you know, me knowing me pretty well. I'm, you know, Team Crab all day. Uh, but Denim wins the bet because the hunchbacks made it out. Yeah, as long as they can close the distance, they're just going to they're just going to do the damage. They- <laughs> But they got to close the distance. (laughs) It's too raunchy. I can't say it. I need it. I need it now. It's it's the, it's the, the girl with the guys and the, you know, it was, that was the end of the game. Oh God, you're terrible. Yeah. So end of game, there is three hunchbacks surrounding a single crab. Rules as written, the crab cannot move out. So it's just them all unloading short range hunch. AC-20s onto the crab. Blink. Killed the cab. Uh, there was a headshot early game. Killed the king crab. That's what I heard. That's how the legend goes. Um, and that threw the game. So Team Crab would have won if it weren't for the bad dice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Lord Carbon, uh, <laughs> this was a charity game sponsored by me, kind of. So I will be donating to Extra Life, the charity of the Hunchback's Choice. So congratulations, Hunchbacks. Somebody out there will, uh, what is it? Your victory will not go unreported. But uh, yeah, so at the, like, yeah, yeah. So we hang out. We all see what everyone's bringing today. Everyone's just walking around seeing the Aries because I brought it out to show. Everyone's like, what's that? I mean, you that? got it, right? Yeah, I got to. I magnetized it, too. So I, every time somebody's like, that. oh, it's so big. And I just like flick the gun and it's like 360. And I was like, oh, yeah. Be impressed, people. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm excited about my Poseidon. And then we had pizza, pizza box apocalypse. Pizza apocalypse. Where everybody ordered enormous pizzas in a, and there was like six pizzas for eight dudes. And was, they were, how, how did too this much happen? Pizzas. How did this? I, like, those, I know it was those our Tennessee fault. boys. No, I, the Tennessee I, boys. Blame <laughs> them. Blame Tennessee. 
Um, I was I was born in Tennessee. I understand. <laughs> uh, All right. So yeah. after pizza night, we we go. We leave the air conditioner alone this year, and we we go straight to bed. <laughs> yeah, we know how it how this works. Uh, so we roll up day one, game one, game one. Uh, Rob rolls out like the special rules that might have been missed. So you do the big thing that Southern Assault does differently is. They do multiple attack rolls, which is if your mech does three damage, you roll three different pairs of dice, and you could get one, two, three, or zero hits and apply one, two, or three, or zero damage. All three of those could be 12s, but it doesn't matter. You only get one pair, and every time you roll, you have to designate that's your critical dice pair. That's like the special house rule that Fortress likes to run, and I'm fine with it. It's kind of like... If it's not, like... Because that way, the odds are you're just rolling one pair of dice that that could be a crit or not, so the yeah. odds are the same. But if yeah. it's like if it's like your your vulture, which does nine, nine. like that's <laughs> nine pairs of dice that you could get one or more crits on. Yeah, I assume no, that you could only that get one crit no matter what. But still, the odds are just it's a crit monster. Yeah. So I I get that, and I I totally understand that. How about how about heat? Like how is heat uh, done? Because I know some places it's on your first point of damage, you apply the special thing, but on some places it's, it gets its own pair of dice. Special attacks uh, like heat, SRM, LRM, and AC players allowed to mix standard and special attacks into one roll to use a special attack with your normal attack roll. Players declare which set of dice represent their special attack value ah. and quote it note. This rule is slightly different than what is published in the Alpha strike commanders edition book. So okay. yeah, everyone was pretty good on that. Everyone was pretty good. So that and what is it? Because there were so many people, it was alternating shots. Like the fire for effect was up to your table. So okay. mm-hmm. that happened in two of my games where it was just easier for I go everything and then you go everything. Did not play any games where I are. Did I go you go? Um, just being able to overheat your mech if it gets killed is just too important. So I did the, I did alternating every time. Um, yeah, I'll get into that where it actually applied to me. Okay. But, um, all right. So game one, let's, let's get into it. We're an hour into this episode. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the long one. It's the big one of the year, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a big event. Yeah. Maybe there will be a classic event that will be, take our attention next time. But, uh, game one. Let me get the missions out. This one is just literally titled Fight, and it's kill or be killed, just a straight shoot em up. Everyone loves game one. Yep. Relearn how to play your list, because some of these people might not have practiced, so this is the best time to do it. All of these are based on a margin of BV killed or objective scored, so you don't get however many points you score. You get the difference, and each difference bracket has its own point score. Gotcha. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, there are secondaries, and you can score up to 25 primary points, and you can score up to 10 secondary points. So it, it's a good split. It's hard to get all the secondaries. Yeah. And it's I will say it's still hard to get a full primary mission scoring. I've never done it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. I, I think if you were, then it meant that something went wrong. like that happens forgot somebody forgot to bring their their army or or they had the broken dice that 
never rolled higher than a three. Yeah. Uh, I will say one big thing for the secondaries is they changed up a lot. So what you would do one mission wouldn't apply to the next mission. Sometimes there might be one that carries over, but they they were the thing where if you read your mission, there might be free points. Yes. Or it might change how you play them primary. Interesting. Yeah. So that, you know, that gives extra points to people who pay attention. Yeah. So like I said, I'm not going to cover these for every mission, but for a lot of these, there's was um, do like a special or do a specific attack, like either do a melee, do a rear, do two rears, stuff like that. Or if your smallest unit destroys a unit. So your smallest mm-hmm. being your smallest point. So this was a, if you have that two point <laughs> spotter, which I took last year, it's not great because you needed to destroy something to get points. Yeah. Right. That might only be one point, but one point's one point. One point's one point. One point, there was a tie at the top of the list. So many people got 117 points. I think it was like four or five people. Yeah, four of us. Yep. <clears throat> so. It's, it's a difference. So that one point is a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, like I said, primary was based was points based on margin of who had killed more and lost less. So, all right. For game one. I'm playing Chris, and Chris is bringing an SLDF Exodus Force. He's got two artillery vehicles at skill two. He's got some scout VTOLs at skill five, so they're not doing a lot of damage, but they do have damage on them. He's got hover APCs. He's got five foot platoons, and he's got some basic mechs. It's like some two. He's got two fast boys, two mediums, and he's got a Night Star as his most expensive one at 61 BV. So yeah, he's he's got like a, a combined arms list that was pretty close to your list, in my opinion, Dustin. Yeah. So yeah, what was your general battle plan for this one? How, I want to know how this Ares does. So uh, I messed against... up. I messed <laughs> I up the first roll I'd made. I won initiative, and I picked the side of the table without looking at his list. I he, uh... his army is still in the bag, and I'm like, let's roll initiative. And I gave him lots of line of sight blocking mm. terrain. And my side did not have. And this was before the mission, like before me looking at the mission. This was before me looking at his list. And I was like, I just gave the skill to artillery guy. Tons of cover. Tons of cover. I. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Like that <laughs> one, that one Nova map where uh, the the escort the um the convoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where just like you know, one side had a, a clear corridor, and the other one had this maze. Yeah. So, whoops. I messed up turn zero. Turn negative mm. one, maybe. Nice. Yeah. Um, it was just kill points. So I was like, well, hopefully I can, you know, beat him in the melee, the medium range stuff and be fine. Uh, that did not go over well. <laughs> <laughs> um, there were a couple of special things like kill the enemy's highest point unit. And he was like, I'm not trying for that secondary. <laughs> I was like, well, I am because it's worth a little bit to me like i'm i'm a guy who plays secondary so i'm like i i can do it yeah no it did not go well for me like his artillery his skill to artillery just sat still and the vtols tagged yep and so he's rolling sixes right yeah he's rolling sixes yep i know that game and <laughs> i'm like this is Shoot. some bull crap <laughs> this is some yeah no i was like survive oh yeah the aries didn't go down like the aries is by the end of it, the Ares is literally my last thing standing. Wow. And the Ares has only killed two units because he is literally 
never left his deployment zone with mechs or infantry. Because there was he ran full speed the entire time. Yeah, there was there was. I mean, he moved two units, but it was like, okay, you're moving the VTOLs or you're moving the Mercury, and I'm uh, like, there's, there's and you're only for rear shots, like. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it was a kind of a parking lot list. Oh, it was the biggest parking lot I've ever seen. <laughs> like it made the Walmart par- parking lot look like, you know, a valet. Um, his artillery never moved. His Marauder and Crab were on the back line and his infantry were on the back line. I was like, I, I didn't want to be like, bro, I came here to play. And he's like, I'm not coming to you. There's no reason. Like there's no objectives. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's there's playing no reason his strengths. For it. So, yeah. You and, know, yeah. And my it strength just happened to be the right list. Yeah. No, it was definitely like, if I had literally taken the other side of the table, there would have been nowhere for you to hide. But I gave you all the wrong side. So yeah, that one really screwed me. And I it was it was a close match. Like I even with me only having the Aries left, I still eked out a seventeen to twenty loss. So that's respectable. Nice. Only a three point difference. Yeah. I got half the secondaries, so that that is what helps. Yeah. Any highlights or lowlights for the <sighs> Lowlights was just taking four damage yeah. every turn from yep. artillery. Like, yep. everything. Like, he would just be like, oh, it scatters, and but the other one hits. So I'm like, okay, there's two damage. There's two more. Yep. Um, it's not like it really... I didn't have a list that bunches up, so that wasn't effective. It was just like, he could just put anything wherever he wanted. Didn't have need line of sight. Uh, and the yeah. VTOLs have TMM5, so it's like, this is worthless to shoot at. Were they TMM5, or was it five altogether? Uh, it was TMM4 with a plus one okay. VTOL in it. That's in air. Yep. Yeah, that's why you got to take your, your flak guys. <gasps> well, next year I will. <laughs> I always have a little bit of flak in my list. Flak. That flak. was Okay, so that was act- actually a decision I made. I chose not to take a flak thing and instead chose to take the cougar and the piranha. Was it worth it? I don't know. Looking in hindsight, eh, maybe. But yeah, the other problem was I just did not have enough speed to get behind his line of sight so i literally was last turn and i'm now looking at his artillery maybe i've just fought against too many vtols early on oh yeah no i've only fought against one before and dustin's in his practice game i have low vtol or artillery experience yeah they i I see how powerful they can be but i don't want to take them but i need something to answer that and and that's that's flak so all my lists have at least one if not two mechs with a little bit of flak yeah because flak lowers the roll you need for the flak dice by two correct so it's worth it but yeah uh highlight was the Aries survived low light it hurt yeah <laughs> yep what about you dustin uh so i played john davidson he brought a kind of like a mixed skill three kind of in between list like you know not the elites but not the uh, mass units either. Uh, he had quite a bit of long-range fire. It was my first game, and I black-holed most of the first game for some reason. I had a great game with John. Thanks for the game, John. <laughs> I just um, don't remember it. <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't. It's game one. It, you it had a lot of games that day, so not everyone's got the battle ROM rolling as soon as you <laughs> hit the table. Uh, although the battle ROM was running, I could not for the life of me remember literally anything about my game one. But it is the game that Rob recorded and streamed for the <laughs> tournament. So I was like, I was able to go back and look. So if you want to, you can watch the whole game. It's I'm there. I'm interested and, in that. Yeah, you can, you can listen to us roll dice and everything. That's um, on what? Fortress Miniatures and Games Facebook page? Y- yeah, on the Facebook page. Uh, so my, my battle plan, John kind of split deployment. And I was like, I think I'm going to send my choppers after his chopper, get that knocked out first thing, establish air superiority. 
And then because he split deployment, I was like, I'm just going to abuse one of the flanks. And that plan mostly survived contact with the enemy. Um, I would say uh, his, you know, he had some skill three stuff, which typically, you know, like eight, eight is a magic number with skill four because that's, you know, TMM two, <laughs> medium range, you know, eight plus skill four, but sevens are a little tougher um, that I, I took the game. Um, I felt a little dirty. This was, I felt like my list was, you know, the choppers, especially they're a little cheesy. They're red kites, by the way, not as bad as the Baloks, but they're still choppers. And he didn't have any flack. He didn't really have an answer for my choppers. Most people at the tournament did not, but we'll, we'll get to that anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I won the game. It wasn't a blowout or anything, but I think it was like a solid win. If I remember correctly, I didn't record like any of my scores. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, you record them to give them to the TO. <laughs> right, right. Yes. I just told him a number that sounded good. They yeah, you me. know. Yeah, my highlights were rolling an engine crit on a pretty fresh Thunderbolt that I think was skill three. I think it was like his bruiser of the list, if I remember correctly. Um, so that was lucky dice. Uh, and then I kind of ignored the Thunderbolt for a turn or two because it had an engine hit or something, you know, and he had shot, so it had heat. And then I went to clean up it later on. And rolled another engine crit on the Thunderbolt. That was one of two engine crit, double engine crit kills I got in the tournament. Nice. So yeah, that was game one. What are your thoughts, Denim? You're the orbital capital ship. Just, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, uh, just, just sucking up all these battle ROMs and and going over. Uh, I mean, there's not much to say. It's a, it's a, just a fight mission. You know, there's, there's no objectives. So I, I do like that that Chris was able to take advantage of the terrain to to pull out a win. Like they're fun to play, but they're the most boring to analyze. Yeah, that's fair. Just who, uh, who got who got the better rolls? Um, with all else being equal. Oh, I lost initiative every turn game one. There yeah, was that, not that a in single turn that I won. Maybe the I won the roll off, just and I made the wrong choice and I paid for it every turn. <laughs> So I don't have much to say about about a straight up fight without being able to see everything turn by turn. Let's go on to some with that had objectives. What what happened with the with with game two? Like what, right. what was what was the real objective? Ah, uh, the return of of old the, the football mission. <laughs> yeah, uh, game two is pick up the pod, also known as extraction. And yeah. this was the one we I don't want to say we hated last year, but we just got frustrated because it was my least favorite. We'll yeah, it is my least favorite too. One of my favorite opponents, though, so there's that. I got to play hey. Sol Roth, the Mech Bay Discord's, you know, on retainer lawyer. The pizza lawyer. <laughs> the, the pizza, pizza lawyer. lawyer. Uh, that was great. I got to play him and his Jade Falcons, and man, those were nice looking. No, I've seen them on Hobby Progress, but it's always better to see them in person. I hear that, that the yellow is so bright because it's about 47 coats of yellow on there. Oh, I I bet. I bet. <laughs> It would have been easier to paint the whole thing yellow and then just paint green over top of that. As someone who's painted yellow, it's that's if if it's what is it? I'm going to go with 15, maybe 20 percent. If your mech or model has to be yellow and the rest is any other color, just paint, start yellow and paint everything else. Paint 80 (laughs) percent the other color. Don't do 80 and then paint the 20. Paint the 20 and then do everything else. It's easier for your soul. Yeah, um, Steve, I'm sure, is just going, why didn't I think of that? But yes, uh, this was whoever could get to the pod, the center objective on the middle, and then get it. You had to 
You had to touch it. You had to not move for an entire turn. You could shoot. You could do everything, but you could not move for an entire turn. So you have a zero as your modifier on your movement. Now, because you're picking something up, do you still get your bonus for not moving, for shooting? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But can you survive? The answer is no. Yeah, Not unless you've basically tabled your opponent. Yeah, especially when the pod cuts the unit that's holding its movement in half and it cannot jump. So mm. this ain't no pod. This is... <laughs> Yeah, so you know your plan of going in there with your with your dasher that that you know at a half movement is still more than any other unit. It's not going to survive the stopping to pick it up. Part, that's though. that's the issue. It's yeah. you might be able to get it if you kill everyone first and then can get them off. But interesting, no, there's there is no turn one. I got the objective. The so earliest you could plan? have it is end of turn two, start of turn three, and you've got to spend a whole turn at TMM zero. It's rough. It's rough. What was your plan? What did you Uh, do? My plan was don't even try. I've been there before. (laughs) It was rough game or was rough year one. It's going to be rough year two. So I'm going to play for secondaries. Uh, But yeah, I played Steve. I played as Jay Falcons. He had his Turquina and I mirror matched it with my Aries because I was like, (laughs) both of these mechs don't care about TMM. uh, TMM. I roll up. I just put all my guys on the center line. He takes out my piranha turn one, which I kind of needed to like do backstabbing. And I was like, I need that piranha. They just get hot rolls or something. He put a dasher. He won the initiative, I think. Ah. So he put the dasher behind it. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, I love that five damage dasher. It's an H. (laughs) Screw you, Steve. (laughs) Screw you. Um, And it had elementals with heat. So it's like... Hey, I got one of those exactly. A Dasher H with Elementals with Heat. Yep. Man. Wow. It's, it's, a, it's a classic package deal. It is. What's the SpongeBob? How original, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Both daring today, yeah, aren't daring. we? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so, SpongeBob is way after my time. Oh, <laughs> the memes. There's two way generations it's, of memes it's here. It's Denim's turn to be like, what are you talking about? Anyways, uh, so he takes out my piranha turn one, and I was like, "Crap!" The secondary was have your have your <laughs> fastest unit survive, and I was like, "Well, I ain't getting that one." <laughs> and I even put it like behind cover. He just moved and was like, "Got lucky." But yeah, no, that was a rough game. By the end of it, I had put my Triskelion on the objective because it's the second most tanky, and it has a three sixty turret ability, which all tripods have. And he he just put every unit he had left into it and got it by like one structure. And I was like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm. there were points to be made for even getting it like four inches off the center of the table. You need more than six. So six. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So you got to have at least 12. A movement of 12. Because if you sprint, you dropped it, right? Yeah, yeah. You couldn't sprint with it. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to either have for two turns or you got to have something fast that's sitting on it. Yep. Um, he got onto the objective first, and I was like, you got to be TMM zero, so I'm going to focus fire on other things. I think that's what paid off for me. But by the end of it, the Ares was dead. I was putting my Firestorm's like two or three medium damage shots or medium range shots at a dasher at 23 inches away to get a tie. So I eked out. But man, that game was intense, but fun. Especially because it was like, we're fighting over an objective, but neither of us have the tools to take the objective. <laughs> yeah. You're fighting around an objective. We are fighting around an objective. We can't ignore it because if we ignore it, it's gone. But if we 
do if we try to get it we're our units are dead so there was a screw me screw you situation yeah, that is an mm-hmm. exciting mission i agree how about you dustin uh so i played andrew mcgee which i think you guys played i know him, him. The, yeah the um i got to play on the starport which was great this is one of the boards that had lots of line of sight blink blocking lots of cinematic moments because of that but yeah so uh, what did Andrew bring? He brought a, so he had two big indirect fire pieces. I think they were LRM carriers and he had two super cheap field artillery units. I think one armor, one structure. And he had a C3 thing going on with a big old tank. That was the master. And yeah, so that's what he brought. Um, my general battle plan was to, usually I would keep the choppers as like a attack pair, but I actually sp- I was like, I'm sending my choppers for the field artillery because it was like one armor, one structure. I got to get that artillery off. I'm going to lose that artillery duel. And I know because (laughs) I got artillery. I know we call that counter battery fire. Right. And I was I was going to lose that one. So I sent in my attack choppers, my plan and my overall plan, because I lost this mission last year pretty bad. Uh, I think it was game four last year. The whole theme of last year, Dustin's first tournament, was playing too hard on the primary objective. So I played this one real... That my, my plan was to play this one real slow and just try to win the attrition game. And that's mostly how the game went. Uh, I did my Warhammer 2C3, uh, got deleted in one turn with the indirect fire. Um, so I think it was like turn two where Andrew yeah. got to pull the whole C3 all the things went off and was like, oh, basically auto hitting. LRM carriers are no joke, especially yeah. with C3. Welcome to short range. How may I take uh, your order? That's right. Uh, but I did, I think that was when I, you know, for highlights and lowlights, you know, I, I think I blew the treads off of the already kind of slow C3 master and took that off the board. Um, I did kind of drop the, I had my entropy infantry bomb, which usually was just exploded on the objective so i wasn't putting the infantry on the objective to get it because i was like if i table my opponent maybe i'll get that thing but i was mostly just zoning doing a little bit of zoning and putting the infantry on the tank because the tank's tmm was low and my tortoises and phalanx can do tons of damage to low tmm targets especially medium range so that's where i put them where i got them out at uh the attrition game went both ways and we both, you know, winnowed our lists down. We had a great cinematic fight. I had a great game and we tied. It was, it was a tie. Look Nobody at, touched the objective. Look at that. Both of us tying. Yep. Look at that. No, I have played Andrew before with that list and it is one of the reasons why I always take flack as well. Um, yeah, he's got those. the spotter. Yeah, he's got that spotter for the, it's just, yes. it's just a problem. Yeah, and one of one of my um and is is a beautiful army too. Uh but one of my my like game early game plan decisions with the chopper was to ignore the chopper and just kill the damage dealers because I didn't have any flak. I was like I don't really have an answer for the chopper, so it was like do I send my choppers after his chopper or do I get the artillery off the field? And with the C3, I was like if I kill the artillery and then the LRM batteries I, I felt like that was more important. Don't know if it was the right call, but that's what I did. Um, so yeah, great game too. But but nobody got the pod? Nobody got the pod. Yeah. No, no. People in the tournament did get the pod. There was a one per- I feel like there was only one person last year, um, and I ended up playing him uh, later. 
who got it off last year and then he got it off the board again this year and i was like i was like you mad lad you did it you did it twice. can't keep getting away with it <laughs> uh but i would say like maybe 10 percent each year of the players actually got the uh the objective off the board and maybe the same amount moved it a little bit but um I mean, it's it's a tough match. Uh, I want to clarify that it's my least favorite mission, but I don't think it's a bad mission, in my opinion. I, I think it would reward a certain kind of list that uh, I don't know a lot of people that bring that kind of list. I, I It's like metagame-wise. I don't know if we'll see it again next year, which there's no guarantees. But. There's always going to be like a capture the flag mission, like whether it's this style or a different style. And I feel like you have to be prepared for capture the flag with a twist. And this is the twist is... It takes a turn to pick it up. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. It's it's the hardest mission. I don't think it's the worst mission. I don't think it's a bad mission. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, I and don't know if it. there's any way I could play it better than just... <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I think the answer is like, you got to get good out the out the gate and you got to yeah. capitalize on it. And I, the people who did get the objective off the board... I I know for a fact that one of them basically had to table their opponent and I would guess that the other games went in a similar direction. Yeah. I would guess. But so if you, you table like, your opponent, technically the game ends. So <clears throat> right. right. So you gotta leave something alive to nibble at your ankles or something like that. <sighs> yeah. You play Free Worlds League, right? Right, Dustin? That yes, I did play Ill Clan era Free Worlds League. Yeah, and, and I believe Andrew has uh Liren, so he was Steiner. Yes. Yeah, so that's actually, you know, that's a battle that could that could happen in real real life. In real universe, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, it was a good a cinematic game at the Starport nonetheless. And yeah. and in in the mission it's written that he's like a diplomat and you got to whoever gets the diplomat, you know, takes control of the uh, planetary government or something like that. So, it's a good mission. Good yeah. good good narrative. All right. It's, it's- we're so deep in and we're only on game three, but this is how it is. That's it's, it's the big, it's the big event of the no, year. No, it is. It is. Yeah. It's two days. Uh, two we days. started early. <laughs> One All right. So that was game two. That was exciting. What happened in game three? Uh, game three is what I like to call red Rover, red Rover, send the enemy's force <laughs> on over. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, this one's a hold the line where you score if you have more of your beat, more of your points on the enemy side than the enemy has on your side. This is the change Me, places. You and I did a practice. We run did the practice one of this one, and it was what I I thought would be my worst mission. And I think we do? proved in practice this is what my list does best <laughs> <laughs> against my like the theory of just looking at my list, you would think, oh, this is terrible. This one's like, bro, this is walk forward and win. <laughs> so I played Matt Lewis and he brought a weird Fidelis slash Republic of the Sphere slash Jags list. And it was weird. Right, be- so something like I might run eventually. <laughs> uh, maybe. He took, I don't want to go like too deep into what he took, but he took two skill to LRM carriers. Okay, that's kind of normal. JES three missile carrier. Ooh, that's a long range damage. Uh, he took two LRM gun trailers. He took <laughs> yeah two tortoise two battle armors, two Saxon hover APCs, two Corona battle armors, two dashers, and a cougar and a tornado. 
uh, power armor. Now the tornado is skill six and does zero star. Huh. So I'm like, you're not getting the damage secondary. But. Yeah. So this was like like fifty percent of the ages. points was long range stuff. Yeah. The most expensive thing he had was a cougar at forty eight, and then the alarm carriers are at forty seven. So I'm like, okay, yeah. your highest is forty eight, and your the rest of yours is like right under it. Um, I I say the entire list because that was a lot of he maxed the what was it sixteen units, and there was a Karnov in there somewhere. Oh yeah, Karnov transport. These maps aren't big enough to 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 really capitalize on on the long range bracket. No, but it's still the medium is important. But turn one, he just runs all of his guys up on like one side of the table. He doesn't even bother with the other side. The alarm carriers, I'm like, they can move what? Oh, the other thing Six. is the gun trailers are attached to the alarm carriers. So oh, they had hitches. Yes. <laughs> so your four inch moat goes to two inch. So what's the point of moving then? You just yeah. sit still and hit it skill one. I'm like, at that point, I know like you can't get like a hundred, like twenty five percent of your list across the table. Like you physically can't. Yeah, my Aries moves four inches. Yeah, I know it. But so but but you can sprint that guy. But you for can six, sprint right? it for six. <laughs> and I sprinted it because I was like, all right, if I start on the line, inch inch inch, I need was it four turns four turns yeah. with one sprint to get fully ac- across the line. I was like, all right, that's not bad. I can do that. Yeah. So they did a whole bunch of inventory stuff. There were some rules questions like where they knew the game, but I don't think they had practiced with their list. And I was like, it doesn't work like that and all that. So it made it kind of frustrating along. They took so many units, but they also had like some decision paralysis because they had so many. And I think that's something that, a player needs to avoid doing like you you need to build a list for you not for what you think is a good list i I think they could have built a better list that did more of what they wanted it comes with experience yeah highlights of that is i focus fired on one of the hover transports and smoked the tortoise twos still inside oh Oh, yeah rough rough there were games where i was scared (laughs) I was scared, and in those games, I, like, turn ones my transports. I was like, okay, you look like you can take my Zod off the table on turn one. So Zod's going out and dropping the party, but, you know, the party. Yeah. So it's Anyways. only, like, power armor that are on mechs that, that if the transport explodes, they just pop Correct. out. If you're on an Omni, or then, and the Omni dies, they just drop. Right. If you're inside the transport, you die. But yeah, that game, I just like, I had to come out the gate swinging. I had to throw like, I threw my cheaper units away to like stop because I was like, if I kill a transport, because all this stuff was like closely same PV. I was like, right. Vulture and Piranha, you guys are fast. You do a lot of damage. Go after those LRM carriers for, like for points just so they're not hitting my little cheap guys. And the rest of my guys were like, hey, you're a wall. You walk through his dashers and Corona and all that. Like everything you kill is points for me by the end of it it was 224 points across the line to 78 points across the line so yeah i didn't get a lot of secondaries so it wasn't like the best blowout in fact it wasn't a blowout but it was like i needed that first early win so that was a 21 to 11 that's pretty good yeah yeah, 21. And you're concerned with the points you're you're getting. So 21 points is like, that's a 
Yeah, not a blowout, but a high-scoring game. Yeah, that's a um, top two-thirds of the scoring. Dustin, how did your game go? I mean, I lost, but... Uh, so I played um, David, f- f- uh, local guy that we we played with um, at the local game store once we did some practice rounds and stuff. Um, oh, you played Wode Wolf from the Wode Discord. Wolf there from the go. Discord, yes. I-, I was trying to remember his, his Discord handle, but yeah, so I played David, Wode Wolf, um, and so Wodewolf, he he brought he had um, some heat infantry, um, some like mid range clan skill three bruisers, uh, and peripheral stuff. I don't remember the list uh, super well, but it was kind of like a heat infantry um, thing. And uh, Dasher H, I'm pretty sure, of course, and, and yeah, and um, just some good hard hitting skill three uh, clan stuff and or mixed tech i don't even remember but no i think it was i think it was like a ghost bear list or something so um it was clan uh and so my battle plan was to just kind of put the infantry bomb in the middle and uh send my choppers in after like some high value targets and to keep my you know my warhammer alive um so Real quick, one meta thing that I kind of accidentally did last year and I kind of purposefully did this year is I like to make sure that my I have a medium or a heavy mech that's more expensive than my big assault mech because mm-hmm. if people don't pay attention to the secondaries <laughs> and my list, they blow my assault up and they leave my actual most expensive unit um, to live, which was, I think that was plus two points for this game. Um, so yeah. I did end up getting that secondary secondary just because that was kind of like a meta, you know, thing. Like if you don't catch it, you don't catch it. Yeah. Um, I did that with my commander too. I, I yeah. put him on my biggest guy. Yep. And, uh, so I think, I think my, my battle plan was not great. Um, uh, David straight up outplayed me and, I, I just, I think I ignored the Dasher H too long. I put my infantry that out damaged his infantry in the middle of the board instead of leaving it on my side and saving that damage for his, you know, stuff and trying to keep other stuff alive and make it to the other side of the board. So was the Dasher H not like your priority target with artillery? Because I feel like that's like the hard counter. It is the hard counter, and I got distracted with the infantry, which has four health. So it took me, you know, Twice I, I as got much. yes, and I got greedy because I wanted to hit, you know, I wanted to get more damage, but I could have dropped the artillery on top of the j- dasher. Not only did I not drop the artillery on the dasher H, which s- spoiler that's coming up, um, <laughs> I also could have sent my choppers after the dasher H. If I sent both of my choppers after the dasher H, which positioning wise i don't know if that was possible turn one or something but i, I could have gotten rid of it he i let i just i did a lot of things wrong um and I, I got outplayed but it was a great game i had a great game with uh with david thanks for playing yeah and i think this wasn't a blowout but it was like a, it was the it was the reverse like i had like 10, 11 12 or something like that and david had like 20 points or something okay um, I, I feel like the combined arms list struggle on this mission specifically because a lot okay. of them rely on a slower back line, uh, yeah. like an anch- a more anchory mid and then like one or two fast. And I'm like, I think the combined arms struggles on get everybody across the line. Right. Yep. 
And my my list was built around infantry bomb in the center, not built around infantry past the center of the board. <laughs> and my my transports can take a little bit of heat, but they can't take a lot of heat. And they got, you know, the point, you know, I don't want to lose a transport and the guys inside. So they like these are expensive. Oh, yeah. That would be a huge target if you leave it. Oh, yeah. You leave it in there one turn. I mean, my main go showed 19 points and they were carrying the like the tortoises. So altogether, that's like 30 something points. That would have been devastating. And the main gauche only has like five hit points total. So they're a little faster than the Zahn, but they're really only designed to get into the middle of the table, dump the infantry turn one. Yep. Uh, And so I struggled and I lost. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I fought a pretty close, you know, mirror to your list and it, it ran into the same problems. Yeah. Uh, Denim, any comments? Anything to add? I, I mean, that that's a mission I've actually played. Uh, I, I agree. Like, it's, it's one of those things where if you have fewer units, it's going to be easier for you, for you to get the points. Uh, with the combined arms, I almost kind of wonder if you should have some the slower guys who do a lot of damage just sacrifice themselves by not moving at all and just just shooting it at the uh, the mechs coming across the line. They're, they're just there to keep points from coming over here. But but there's so many points for just getting halfway across. It's so it's it's a difficult one. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, combined arms with slower units just just sounds like the the worst possible combination. This was my second highest scoring last year, and it was my second highest scoring mission this year. So this is a mission that taking a just a standard like clan two stars list does really well at. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I want to say I tied or close loss on this mission last year anyways uh interesting mission though like that one swap it, sides yeah it's crisscross it's, cool. <laughs> it's cr- crisscross all right well let's go on to four then what do you guys do for mission four and this you had four this four is game four yeah four on day one nova yeah, was two nova was two. easy mode three yeah this is number four this is where Ooh. I don't want to say men become boys or boys become men, <laughs> but this is what really separates because this is like, all right, this is where that marathon mode needs to kick yeah. in. I People was, have played three games a day. That's yeah. fine. People don't play four games a day. I was totally prepared for brain mush on mission four because of last year. I was totally addled last year, game four. I was doing pretty good game four this year. I, I told you, man, that yeah. cocaine I slipped you, that's the... It'll <laughs> perk you right up. It will. Had me going. Um, but, yeah. but yeah. So for game four, this is three objectives on the center line. Ah, such a good mission. Quote, strategic points is the actual title. Right. And, and this, is, this is a pretty classic type of mission. Like, we, we've seen this quite a few times. This is, yeah, it's a wargaming staple. Yeah, so, no, yeah. like, there's nothing. Do you have... Units that can hold objectives, yes. Right. Can they all hold the objective in the center of the board? Yes. Okay, you're good. Literally nothing to write home about. It's just, can you hold objectives? Can you hold the, yep, hold the center? Because we kind of mentioned this, and this is like the first big objective one, VTOLs were specifically written in most of the missions, whether they could contest or capture. But for most times, they had to be on the ground to capture. They could contest sometimes if they were in the air, but to capture, they had to be on the ground. Yeah, they had to land. 
I don't want to do that. <laughs> <be cool. laughs> oh man! So yeah, but I played John from MRC from the last yeah. episode because you know twenty dollars slipped under the table <laughs> to play the people that you know goes over real well, right? I hear that. No, I do. No, no. This was just pure luck of the draw. Um, but yeah, I played John and I played his. He just played his mercs. They're just mercenaries. He's got some Cyclops, <laughs> Nightstar, Bushwhacker. Like, it's all pretty standard, you know, Ill Clan era mercs. There's nothing really weird about it. What is weird is that's like 90% of the list, and there's four battle armor units, and they're the Fenrirs and the Rottweilers. Mm. I know Fenrirs. What is, what is a Rottweiler? Uh, what's it? Is Fenrir the fast one? Yeah. Rottweilers are the damage one. Gotcha. Yeah. So you got two ma- two battle armor that do four damage in short and have a slow TMM. And you got two battle armors that are real fast and do less damage. And I'm like, great. The two kinds I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate high damage and I hate <laughs> high speed. Um, my general battle plan for this one was a little tough because I was like, I can take two maybe and... But maybe I can knock out enough of them that I can hold three and then pick which of the two I want to really okay. focus on. I, I knew you were going to do that. I knew that. See, you try to take all three of do them I get greedy? at the same time. Do I get greedy? <laughs> and, and it always, it's always bad for you. Just pick two. <gasps> why pick why two. am I like this? I don't know. I don't know, but you've done it every time I've seen you play that, that mission type. <laughs> Josh, I'm going to deploy things to every objective and split my forces in even thirds. And I said, good. <laughs> Other enemy. Well, I'm going to focus on two and divide half of my army to fight your third of our army. I'm That's like, no, you're supposed to fight me in thirds. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the classic Josh is split his forces. Ooh, piece of candy. Ooh, piece of objective. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm bad at this. And I did not. Game four, I lost my like. The guy that like stops me is like, don't do it, man. <laughs> go, go for two. Uh, yeah, I got greedy. I split my forces. I will say I didn't split them as much as I would have normally. But with only 10 units, I had to split a little bit. Yeah. So Ares is going for the middle. Oh, the big note for this mission is you get a secondary point. You get two secondary points if you do not use your highest point unit to hold an objective. And I'm like, crap. Oh no! Hard, it's oh, okay because yeah. your Aries is going to take four turns to get up there anyway. Yes, but it's the best thing about the Aries is it sits on an objective, and I know that, and I built this list around that, and I had to do the math, and I'm like, "All right, Just what's worth between two objectives?" And that's what and I did. Not, yeah, that's what I did, and it's like, okay, but what can I? And I do the math, and I'm like, I need two turns of objectives. Of it sitting on an objective to cancel out not being on an objective. So I need three turns on an objective with a super heavy that moves four inches. I'm like, I can't do it. But every time I get an objective, I you know, reduce the difference because it's all margin. That's the problem. It's all margin. So yep. it's like, yep. I can't do the math. There's too many variables. I got my buck kicked that game. <laughs> I did some amazing shots. I did amazing things. I spent way too long shooting at stupid TMM for battle armor oh mm, yeah uh, I, I i killed everything except two of his units i killed essentially his two heaviest units and they Wait. just sat on objectives and i couldn't put the aries on the objective because it would lose me two 
but I should have at that point just put it on the objective and just like, okay, well, I'm, you're not going up by two points every turn. You're going up by one point. Yeah, like at what point do your two bonus points not matter anymore? After two turns. So... Actually, uh, no, yeah, yeah, no, that, that's the thing. It's like I'm, I was unable to do that math in game. Right. I'm having to like, I'm negative secondary, but I also, like I said, I can't put the Aries on turn one. So I just right. tried shooting and it did okay. I, I failed a lot of rolls that game. He even admitted, he's like, bro, you kind of needed to just roll better on that mission. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, when I split all my forces, I definitely need to roll better. <laughs> did some cool things happen? Yeah. I killed some like little guys. I threw battle armor like onto objectives and you know melee anti mech stuff. It was it was all right, but nothing. I didn't get anything that would really tilt anything in my favor. So it was just a standard game. I lost nine to twenty four. So that was my worst game. Bummer. Yeah, and Sorry. and I'm just I'm looking at your face and you're like, bro, you did exactly what I know Josh would do. <laughs> We just need to play more practice games. Yeah. That's all. What is that? It's a- old predictable Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no one will su- suspect he'll go for three objectives. Ah, Not again. <laughs> Surely he learned from the last time. Bro, I don't learn squat. <laughs> um, all right, Dustin, how about you? What'd you do? Uh, so I played Steve, the the pizza lawyer. Ah, sweet. Uh, so we yeah. both got to play Steve. We both nice. got to play Steve. What are the odds? <laughs> So, spoiler alert, <laughs> at the end of this game, Steve's like, you're my second favorite host now. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so, same mission. Um, Steve brought his Jade Falcons, um, starring Turkina. There, There is a Fire Moth H in there, right? Yeah, we talk yeah, about yeah we talked about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we talked about this. Uh, my general battle, uh, so like, uh, it's like, I was built for this, right? That's what I was thinking. Because this is the mission, <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, this is the mission I kind of had in mind. When we I, practiced this mission. <laughs> we we did practice this mission, and it's kind of what my list was built around because I I feel like it was my it's just my weakest game last year. I don't know what happens, I, but uh, so my game plan was yet yeah, the same thing. I put infantry bomb straight up the center, uh, maneuverable assets in the center to take the third objective if it was neglected or right. to reinforce and harass. Um, and then the heavy boys off to the other side. And it went, it, I would say pretty much exactly to plan. Um, so Steve kind of contested the two that I was contested and he made a half commitment to the third um, with like his, you know, good clan mid range damage stuff. Uh, like his Loki but, and his Thor and all that. And the 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 Timberwolf, yeah. Uh, I think he had the Timberwolf kind of mostly committed to, like I had my my maneuverable stuff half committed. He had his Timberwolf half committed. Um, the I got I get in there. I dump the infantry bomb <laughs> on the center objective, uh, and I mostly start winning the war of attrition in the center. I'm pretty sure turn one, I dropped the artillery on top of the de- the Fire Moth H or turn two. I think it was turn one. Nice. I could be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure did, I was like. Did it have elementals on it? Uh, no, I don't. I think they were already off. So it might have been like turn two or something. Or maybe it didn't even happen and I just completely can't remember. But I'm pretty sure this is the game when I dropped it on top of the uh, 
when I killed a fire moth H with artillery in one turn, cause it has two HP. Yep. Um, and I, I think mostly just because I started winning out in the middle. Um, I played the attrition game for the first like three or four turns and started pulling ahead. I sent my choppers in to get nasty bash back shots. Um, that metagame thing kind of comes into play again. He's focusing on my crab, but it's actually my Warhammer that I'm keeping off of objectives because it's one point more. Um, and then eventually I just had the units to commit to all three um, towards the end of the game. And I I don't think Steve had much left towards the end of the game. I mean, uh, that's a pretty standard yeah. fight right, for yeah. a combined arms versus clan. It's like clan's going to run out of stuff that can do things before you. Yeah, so yeah, cool. turn one was, and, and this was a mission where all you needed was one unit next to an objective to contest it. Um, no it matter how many other people were. Yeah, were I, yeah, yeah. If it, it's That's not like, deal. it wasn't objective secured. You know, it's not like, oh, I have more of my stuff on. No, it just needed one thing. So turn one was one to one point. Turn two, I had zero and Steve had one point, but then turn four or three and four, it was two to zero. So it ended up being like five points, two points, um, which put us in a differential of, yeah, 14 to 10 plus secondaries. I think I earned a couple more secondaries. This wasn't a blowout, but I want to say it was, I'm pretty sure this was my highest scoring match. I think I got like 20, 22 or something like that. And yeah, I'd say the highlight, if I remember correctly, was uh, nuking the fire moth. And (laughs) I don't, really have a bunch of lowlights. This one really was just like one of those games where you're like, I'm on a roll. My dice were doing good. And it was just, it was just, it was all good for me. How it is. Uh, I will say at this point in the tournament, after game four, after day one, I'm realizing that missions I do well at Dustin does not do well at and vice versa. Yep. Except on the pod one, we both tied because that's how you're supposed to play the pod mission. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I think when we compared our wins and losses and ties, our day one games were opposites, right? Except for the tie. Yep. Yep. All right. So that was it for day one. How are you guys feeling at this point? I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm definitely performing better than I did last year. So it's, I think it's baby's second tournament which is, you know, the second time you do anything, there's like a 50, it's the biggest improvement you'll ever have in whatever it is you're doing. So you do the thing first time and you, you're, you know, and then the second time you're like, oh my God, I learned so much. So I'm feeling pretty good at the end of day one. Um, I have a win, a tie, a loss, a win, no big blowouts, but like one solid win, two, two solid wins, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, And how about you, Josh? I want to go home. I want to go home. Take me home. It's like, I'm at two losses, a tie, and one win. It's like, oh, why did I even Uh, come to day two? (laughs) It's not that bad. Like, I know I'm not doing that bad. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I didn't, and I knew from your stuff, I was like, I didn't take things to counter things I knew that would be there. I just was like, I'm going to take what I want and see how I do. And yeah, this how but, I but do. But I respect that. I, I totally respect the like you being. I'm doing sea foxes, and I don't really care. It's I just gonna care. be awesome, and I'm gonna squish some people, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun thing. I'm gonna take a super heavy, and I'm gonna <laughs> run it up the board, whether I, I like, like it. it or not. <laughs> I like it. Um, I, I'm not. You know exactly. You're not gonna win games like that, but it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, I will say I was 
expecting closer games. And like I said, my loss on day one against John was a little like nine to 24. I was like, Oh, is there even coming back from that one? Mm, like, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I, <sighs> I will say I was also like, all right, that's four games. I need a, I need a timeout here, boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's, that's, yeah. And also, man, day one is such a tremendous day because then you do dinner with the boys and then you go hang to, out, <laughs> you go hang out and buy stuff at, at Fortress Games and Miniatures. Uh, yeah, big, big day. All right. Saturday is such a big day. Yeah. So we wrap up. I just leave most of my stuff there because I'm like, bro, please, someone steal it. I don't, <laughs> no. I don't even care anymore. If you want my Aries, <laughs> you want my whole army, take it. Take it. Take it. At least I don't have to play anymore. Exactly. But everybody looked at it and nobody wanted it. Yeah, nobody wants that. Still like, oh, there God. when you came back. Yeah, I also left my army there. I left my thing for toting my stuff around. I will say <sighs> it's like one of the best little things. It's it's the little things that make a tournament. And mm-hmm. one of the few good little, or I don't want to say few, one of the best little things is, yeah, end of day one. It's it's the store's... It's not a store. Like It's... <laughs> It's an event space, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm locking it up after all." Locking y'all the leave. doors. Yeah. Yep. Leave everything here. Take what you want home. I'm like, I ain't taking yeah. my models home. <laughs> it's nice. Um. All right. So we have dinner. We go to the same pizza place because I'm a creature of habit. Oh, gross! Um, the grease before before we're going to bed whoa, on a day whoa, like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You get you get a small small chimichanga dish. <laughs> you know, with like a guacamole salad. Pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you. I, I would say we ate light, but I was ravenous, and um, Steve and I are just like chips, more chips, <laughs> chips. Um, Can you just so pour have... this bean cheese dip into my mouth? <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was chip time. I, I mean, was so hungry. Yeah, four so games, hungry. and we kind of rushed for lunch day one, too. So yes. um, we were yeah. hungry, but we ate. Uh, couldn't get the banquet hall, so it was a smaller crowd this year, but it was great uh, hanging out with John Sharpton and Steve and Dan. From listening to paint dry, it was. Just, mm-hmm. uh, then we went to Rob's. We went to Fortress Miniatures and Games, and we do what we always do when we go to a BattleTech mecca. Buy things you didn't know you even because okay. you find stuff you're like I didn't even I didn't even know this existed. I gotta buy it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like on one hand, I probably should have asked how much the thing I asked Josh to pick me up was. <laughs> on the other hand, it didn't matter. I would have gotten it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I should have been like, you really want this? Okay. It, the answer would have been yes, but yeah. But at least then I would have known. I thought you knew. I thought you go to for- yeah. I, I thought the week when you're making the list, you're not looking at the list. You're looking at Fortress Games website. Oh, and no, getting, I'm looking at mechs and stuff that I want. I had a 30-unit list of things I might want. Not even oh, things man. I do need. Things I might second, want. Second mortgage for that? Or what? <laughs> Dustin knows I do two big shopping trips a year. There's mm-hmm. the week be- or there's the month before Fortress. And then the, the, day, the day of the Fortress. Yep. And I just buy everything then. Nice. Well, I appreciate you picking that up for me. I buy in bulk. That's my problem. I'm just like, yeah, I'm just getting all my mechs I need for the year right now. Also, no Kickstarter for like four months. <laughs> it's not me like, because, yeah. My November cash is full. Why is that? Oh, yeah. I was planning for this whole Kickstarter thing. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I had a wish list. I didn't get as much on it as I thought, but I did get some stuff. Uh, it's always crazy just looking through 
Rob's like house slash basement, just all the Battletech stuff that he has. So jealous. It's a pretty incredible collection. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like going to a store. It's like going to a museum and some of the exhibits are for sale. Well, cool. We'll have to do Ares versus Poseidon. Yes. Sorry that I bought right. you a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game five. Game five. So we go to sleep. Get back there. Yeah. Time to play again. Yeah. Go to sleep. Eat breakfast. Hang out with the, the guys yeah. now, in, the, in the breakfast. The good thing about day two is it's the day of the daylight savings time time change. So everybody gets an extra hour of sleep. That was nice. So Cheating. good. Uh, but yeah. we also started an hour earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want that to sleep? Okay. You want to start extra early and get out early? Yes, every time. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um, but psychologically, it, it felt good. So good. Uh, I need to point out that at that point, Rob had released day end of day one standings for battle points. Ooh. Yes. Uh, so this is, this is interesting. I, in the day one standings, am in fourth place, and I freaking out in my head a little bit um because there's like the fork in the road and i'm like oh man if i try really really hard i could win and then i'm like oh i'm I'm, I'm gonna get in my own head and be weird about it and stuff so i i chill out about halfway through game five but half the first half of game five was just like a weird place mentally for me you're like Uh, i'm not supposed to be doing this good why am i doing this good brains calculating how i'm here instead of just playing battle tech yeah it's a dangerous Um, dangerous place and i was in that dangerous place i I, until about like i said halfway through game five and i got out i got out of it that's good i i got back into like we're here to have fun mode which is good good which is good oh so tell me about game five what was it Hold up. First, first we got to do like where Josh at? <laughs> what the dog doing? Yeah, yeah. How you doing? Uh, I'm in like thirty first place. <laughs> Josh is halfway home at this point. Uh, I, I definitely. The worst part was someone who was there was like Josh. You're so high up. You're like is the wrong Josh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, it, it wasn't even my name. I was like, bro, my name ain't on here. He's like, what? And I was like, that's John. My name is Josh. He's like, yeah. oh, God, let me edit oh, this shoot. right now. I was like, bro, I didn't need this right now. <laughs> Why are you doing it? <laughs> I thought we were friends, man. Um, yeah, so I'm like, okay, I got, I can do what I plan to do. I was like, all right, participation still counts. Or I can just like put some DMX on the radio and try to like get in the zo- hardcore zone. See if I were there, I'd just tell you you're doing what you came to do. You're you're bringing you're bringing a giant robot and you're stomping on people. You were not. I don't know if you were doing it on purpose or subconsciously, but but you did not build a list to win. You built a list to to dominate with you know Clan C Fox win or lose. I it was definitely like a little bit of both subconscious and conscious. I was like I won last year. I won Nova, and I kind of don't want that pressure right now. Like I just. I would rather take things that I want to take rather than take optimal things and make it work. And subconsciously, I just want to take giant robot and be that guy. So 30, 30 something place was about the middle of the pack. So that's where you should be. Yeah. I'm, I'm bottom half. So it's, and there's nothing wrong with being there. There's nothing wrong with being there. I've been there before. I've done a lot of tournaments. Most things I'm in the bottom middle of the pack and that's fine. Uh, I will say I was like, 
a li- little subconscious Josh came out and was like, "Hey, man, it's a marathon." <laughs> and I I do the the meme. It's like okay, uh, the the Avengers meme. It's like now would be a good time to get angry. And he turns around. And he's like, "That's my secret. I'm always angry." But instead, it's now would be a good time to wake up. And I'm like, "No, no, it's be a good time to be tired." I'm always tired. <laughs> and I'm like, I can do it because I'm always exhausted playing Battletech. I practice tired. Yeah. <sighs> Mission five. Mission five. I'm going to call it King of the Castle. Yeah, that's King of the Disco Castle. Yeah. There's one objective. It's surrounded by some death ray designs, like, walls like they are mdf walls with acrylic like shields like insert yeah shield. they are beautiful i have two pairs and i use them for like my skirmish war games and my 40 40k so they're great like i i, I have these yep <laughs> uh and i was but the thing was they blocked line of sight you couldn't shoot through them there were some gaps so there was you was always a way you could get in but they blocked a lot of line of sight mm-hmm and at the end of every movement phase, you roll to see if they came on or not. 50% chance they go up, 50% chance they go down. Yep. So I was like, oh, God. This sounds like, this sounds like the Colosseum in, in, in uh, yes. Solaris. Some people even said, like, oh, Solaris-style, you know, Balls. game. Yeah. yeah. And one other point about the mission is that the central objective is not like any of the other objectives in the game, you get one point for every unit that's on the objective. There's no contesting. It's just mass. Bocce ball. Yeah. So, yeah. So if I have 10 units and then my opponent has 10 units, we both scored 10 points. Still with the differential at the end of the game. Yeah. But, yeah. So I get John from MRC's brother, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I literally like scream at myself like, come on, man. I just got my teeth kicked in. I don't need another one of y'all. But then I realized, no, no, this, this whole mission is really just walk forward and stop at the midline. It's <laughs> was, amazing how good your army is at that. It, <laughs> um, so, but I did have to play it differently because he took a very brutal, I want to say clan ghost bear list. He had the Kodiak, he had mad cat, he had Nova he had elementals and dashers. I was like, this is clan star versus weird clan star. Yeah. I won initiative. I picked my side. My side had more alleyways, but less, less direct routes to the center objective. So I wouldn't be able to make it to the objective turn one. And I did that on purpose so I could get the partial cover, like for almost every one of my units. It was, it was rough, but I needed it. I let him get on the objective with his dasher and elementals and I blew them off turn one turn two. He's got multiple guys on it. I kill some of them and I'm still not on the center objective. He scores three points. So he's up three and I'm still got zero. I'm like, okay, next turn, everything's in medium range. And I've wounded like a third or or half of his guys. And he's only killed two of my two lights. I just unload Airy sprinted. Like I was like shields up. It doesn't matter. Shields down, doesn't matter. Ares needs to be on the center objective. Yep. I max this one out with Matt with all the scores. I get full 
full differential, more than 12 points difference, and I get every secondary. I capture the middle objective with my lowest point unit. I've got my biggest point unit on it. I I do everything. I get a full 35 points. Wow. So you get your blowout game. I get the blowout game, which I need, like mentally. I I needed that mentally more than I needed <laughs> it score-wise. It. Yeah, it's like you needed it both. I needed mentally. it for morale, but it wasn't that Chris played badly or anything. It was just... Oh, did you have this special dice that don't roll below a nine? I know those dice. Actually, my rolling was not great. Like, I was not doing any more damage than normal. I wasn't winning initiative. I was just like this is the target for this turn. And if it dies, then I move on to the next one. And I had like, when you're playing a, just a generic star or two stars of clan max, you kind of know what to kill first. Yep. And I was like, kill that. Then I move on to that, kill the vulture, then, you know, kill the Nova or kill the mad cat. And then I was like, okay, uh, once the easy stuff, then you kill the Kodiak. Cause that does all the damage. He put a lot of heat on my mechs, And I was just like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't, I don't I want to, them to be able to move once I, they're on the objective. Exactly. So I was like, heat doesn't matter for most of these missions. You can heat me up. I'm plus three as long as if you hit me again, I shut down. <laughs> don't care. I'm on the objective. Yep. I'm uh, not going anywhere. I'm, I'm not here. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. <laughs> and that also, because once I got on the objective, he was like, I can't brawl with this. He has a brawler list. So he backed off and every gate on his side closed. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I was like, no, man, you got to get in there. You commit. I'm sprinting with an Aries. I don't care. Oh, but that was my highlight. Just getting on the objective and getting the max score. Um, he had some A good shots. Needed win. It was hard because I he was higher skill. So he was always hitting more than me. Um, But yeah, but you were rolling more than him. So yes, I had heavier stuff on the objective that could tank and brawl. So Dustin, how was your game five? Yeah. So like I was saying earlier, it was headspace time. So I'm fourth place. So we're playing, I'm playing. I'm like, I know this is going to be top of the top of the, you know, the ELO or whatever, however you want to say it. Um, So my opponent for this game, which is called tactical chaos, but yeah, uh, it was, was John. I forgot to write down John's last name, but John was the, the, the guy who got the objective off the table last year and this year. Um, I had a great game. I uh, Let's see. What did John bring? John brought... So he had an Annihilator, which is like 660. Oh, and he had a Hunchback 2C. Um, mm. So, yeah. So those were kind of the only oddball units. Uh, the rest of it was clan you know it was a clan star list so lots of skill three lots of heavy hitters uh lots of team m2 because that's how the clan you know no battle armor and some token tanks um an oro or something and something else uh so it's like token tank support uh which is was a little interesting and my battle plan was to i was like okay i can get my transports up and they're my transports are vehicles. So they're high. They're small enough that I have guaranteed like line of sight blocking unless something crazy happens on turn one. So I was like, I'm going to put my infantry. I'm going to prepare the infantry bomb for turn one. And I run my mercury onto the objective turn one. So I I score a cheeky point turn one. The infantry bomb is going to go off on turn two. 
and John is like clearly a skilled miniatures wargamer. So he's starting to split fire lanes. He's taking partial cover on the outside of the death ball. And I'm preparing. So he's, he's getting ready to split the lanes up and stuff. And I'm getting ready to explode the bomb. So turn two comes, I explode the bomb. There was one turn where his annihilator was in the water and his black knight was in the water. Cause it had just taken some heat somehow. And the shield goes down and that's like 11 points of damage that, and that's Ooh. how this mission goes. It's just up to the dice. But I was just like, oof, all the shields on his side go down. All the ones on my side are up. And I was like, that's rough. I think that was like turn two or three or something like that. Um, but I score, I score three points on turn two. I score two points on turn three. I score a point on turn four and John is still at zero points. So I'm at this point. I am. John has, killed a lot of my stuff. I am plugging holes on his side with my vehicles. I'm I'm like taking my infantry <laughs> fighting vehicles, which he has ignored, and I am literally blocking movement into the center of the map. Bro, that's um, some big brain energy for game five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and at, I'm feeling pretty good at this point because um, he, you know, it's turn four. I've got what, five, six, seven points and he has zero. Turn five comes and this is when it flips because I've got basically nothing left and John still has a fair amount of stuff left. So he scores three points that turn and then turn all the, another three points the next turn. And so that's like what turn seven. And by turn seven, all I have left is my artillery. He shot down my choppers at this point. He shot the mercury down and he's got three units. I managed to kill another one and now he's got two units and I've got one and we play to the end and he just wins by the numbers it's not a blowout <clears throat> six the differential so we go to the third bracket for differential which is 16 to 9 base points so i lost it wasn't um it was a solid win for him and a solid loss for me i think it scored like 10 or 11 points and he scored like 20 something 25 yeah the mind game i was like trying to halfway through the game i got myself to chill out and like you're here to roll dice and have fun so that was good and then i think I think I played, I think I made the mistake I made last year and I played the objective way too hard, way too early. My first day I was like, play conservatively. That was my biggest problem last year. Just take your time, play the long game. And I did not listen. I did not do that this game and I paid for it. So this was a a loss. I think the biggest loss of the tournament for me, um, differential wise. Uh, But yeah, that was my game five highlights. Highlights was the shield going down and then he got to just like blast all my stuff. Um, another highlight was, uh, I took out the, I saw the hunchback two C I was like, I see you, you've got TMM one, you're going to die. And I, I did, I killed the hunchback two C. Um, <laughs> I, I could, I thought about sending my choppers after the annihilator because it doesn't have a lot of armor, does have a lot of structure, does a lot of damage, has no TMM, but he already had it in the water. And choppers do die if you send them into a mass of skill three stuff. Also spent way too much time shooting at a executioner with partial cover. So those are, mm. that's nines. Nines is a bad number to roll. Do Unless not roll you're Josh, nines. and you're not Josh. So. <laughs> um, Look, my I, I'll fully admit when I needed those nines, they weren't there this tournament. Oh. I've shot way too many. Like oh, TMM five or TMM four plus a. M- target number modifier of one and yeah. oh i'm skill four like oh yeah it's nines and i was like 
Come on, Aries. You got eight <laughs> dice. You can get more than one nine. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my my mentality in this whole turn, if it's if it's above an eight, it's throwaway. It's just throwaway dice. And I had I was not throwing my I wasn't using throwaway shots on that executioner, and that was. I don't remember the board well enough to know if there was something better I could have been doing. It was mostly injured. I took like two turns to take it down or three turns. It was rough. It was rough. I lost. I think the so, big thing was I played the game like the gates weren't or were always up. Mm-hmm. So when they were down, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm still have the line of sight of the targets I want. And that is how John played. He was not, he was outside of, the annihilator being in the pond, which was that, that was just the way the board was laid out. The pond was behind the gate. I was inside and he was lining the firing lanes up on the edges of the gates and stuff. So, yeah. So this, so my game was actually on the stream for this one. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. You can watch one of each. You can watch me slowly move the Aries through rocks, (laughs) but yeah, there was no real cover in, the gate zone. So it was like, if you're in there, you're taking everything I got. I, I walked around at, to get water at some point, And there was a lot of games with a lot of stuff in the middle, just like big, nasty death pits everywhere. Yeah. I think you rushed in too fast, Dustin. I oh, agree. Definitely. Like looking at that picture now. I mean, that's what Chris did for my opponent. Like he rushed uh-huh. in and I was like, yes, rush in. Let me kill Fish you. In a barrel. And then yeah. my literally tankiest mech on at the tournament will walk in and be like, yeah, shoot me, whatever. I'm getting my one point. Oh, yeah. I mean, the way that you've got that, that your army is set up, Dustin, you want him clumped up in one area. I know. You know, yeah. It just, but he, he was playing the long game. He was not even interested in getting inside of that kill zone until like, because you had artillery and he knew that. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. He, you, you got outplayed, but, 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 uh, it happens. Yep. It happens. So great game. Cool. All right. Last game. Last Last game. Game six. We've made it. Scaled the hill. And this was the last game last year where it was five objectives, two this on is, your side, two on the enemies, and one in the middle. And I one in like, the middle. So not only was this the same, this was last mission last year was the same. I also got the same person. So I played oh, wow. Will P. Yeah. And I, this was my last mission last year. It was all the same. I was like, hey, it's, hey, Will, what's up, man? Rematch. Rematch. <laughs> Who uh, won last time? I, I want to say we tied it last year. I can't remember. Or maybe I lost. Um, it, it wasn't a win. It, I don't think it was a win for me last year. I don't, it's been so long, but <laughs> it, it was tight. It was tight. It was not, it was not a decisive win or loss. That's what I do remember either way, but I'm already talking. So I guess I'll go first. Go this for time. It. Um, uh, he brought like a, I think it was ghost bear dominion. Um, it was kind of a strange list. In my a lot opinion, of ghost bear players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he had he had like three things kind of going on. He had he had the eight eight zero Kodiak, like most people do. He had this partial C three thing with some. Um, so it was like Kodiak C three network with like two or three good kind of like long range indirect fire things, and two jump strong and and fast boys. So there were two jump strong units. So my, my, yeah, my battle plan was to, uh, slow and steady win the race. Um, I felt like 
when it came to attrition games or just a, an attrition match, I feel like I could, except for when I played David, I could always out attrition, especially with my choppers. They were just so good at once turn three was around and there was, there was a straggler, you know, the weak part of the herd yep. and the choppers would just go eat it alive, whatever that was. Um, but he, we, we had a good game. It was, it was really neck and neck cause we were both playing slow and steady. Um, I kind of started, uh, he took my, I do remember highlight wise, he took my Warhammer off the table, turn one, and I was going to strike and fade with my Warhammer and I didn't have any time to fade cause he just <laughs> killed it. Um, <clears throat> but I got his longer range elements whittled down, um, with my like midboard stuff but most of my infantry was in the back also a lot of people in the tournament forgot to put the there was there was a killing field in the middle because game five was the disco ball and we got rid of the disco ball and nobody rearranged the you're supposed to rearrange the the tournament yeah yeah the terrain was supposed to all go back back into the middle so most players played they had their you know your two and i had my two and there was just like a barren wasteland with an objective in the middle of it is that why where there was a barren wasteland on my table too yes that is why somebody specifically talked about that it was like i remember somebody i think it was in the fortress discord was like hey when critique for game six and rob was like you were supposed to move the terrain back and um, oh, we were supposed to move it or I, I, guess, yeah. I think the problem is you don't know what was there because you show yeah. up and it's the tables arranged. So you're like, move it yeah. back. And you're like, move what back? This is how right. I found it. So <laughs> um, there was that I got I got lucky. My Seraph put two heat on his Kodiak at medium range, like pretty early on in the game. So good. So good uh, to do that. Uh I'm trying to think of any other highlights. His Griffin and his Panther with the jump strong were a little difficult. He had infantry. He had battle armor that could four, four all together, four all day. You know, I forget how he got four, but there was one battle armor on one objective that was always four to hit. And there was another one on the other objective that was always four to hit. I left all my infantry on my objective. I, and, and then towards the end of the game, you know, if I look at, I'm pretty sure I have the scores for this one. Um, shoot, I just rearranged these. Sorry. You're fine. Yeah. So we were two and two for the first two turns. Turn three, I sneak out to the center objective because I've taken enough of his units off the table that I'm not afraid of my fast guys dying anymore on the center objective. So I think I put both my choppers in the center just to do damage because they have to be landed to, to to hold it. And I don't want to hold it with the choppers, but I do also put the Mercury in there. And he only lands one damage on the Mercury that turn. So I get three that turn. Nice. Um, and then, so I was one point ahead and then we only got to turn four because it's, you know, like it was just the last game. And I was just like, whatever, man. I'm just here to have, you know, a good time. But what I did do is the last turn, I landed both of my choppers on his objectives to contest them. And I asked Rob real quick, do they get their TMM when they're landed? And he said they no longer get VTOL because they're not using VTOL movement anymore or they're not flying, but they still get their TMM on that turn. Obviously, if you don't take off the next turn, you don't get the... Right. So that was a TO call. I have not researched that. That's correct. As far as I've read. Yeah. Because that actually came into effect for mine too. Yep. 
So I had, he had his TMM4 battle armor and I'm like, you cannot do enough damage to kill my choppers. And by the way, I lost a lot of choppers after taking one point of damage, but if they're landed, they don't crash and die. So I landed them, uh, contested the objectives and I pulled three ahead for a differential of three points and I got a win on that game. Um, Not a, also not a blowout, but a a win. And that was my game. Now I'm, my comment on Will's army, um, partial C3, I, I feel that partial C3 is the way to go. The, you don't want to not to, Yeah, don't don't give everybody C3. It's too expensive. But but have like a sub team in your army that, that is the, the C3 unit. But yeah, it was a good list. It, it was, um, I feel like a combination of lucky rolls and being cheeky at the end with landing my choppers and contesting. No, that's, that's totally, that's, I'd have no problems with you doing that in the game. I'd be like, <laughs> Oh, that sucks. But, but I would respect that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you don't, especially after game. I killed your Warhammer turn one, that was me. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was, I was like, oof, that Demoralizing. hurts. Demoralizing. Yeah. But yeah, the great game. Thanks Will again for the game. Uh, and yeah, so how was how was your game six, Josh? Oh God, yeah. game six. Uh, I played Joe from Death Ray Designs. Oh yeah, Joe. Joe got. We'll talk about it when we're done. Okay, will we? Because now I want to know. Well, okay. So the in the in the tournament, one of the ways you make points is how dirty your list is. Basically, you get a dirty list rating. And the lowest score was 15 and the highest was 30. So basically your score is one through 30 or whatever, 15 you're, to 30. You're, you, what is it? It's spelled out. You take, you drop your highest and lowest mm-hmm. list score and then you double it. Yeah. Um, so the, the lowest scoring lists or the, the, the dirtiest as the opinion of the players and, you know, the, or the cheesiest, however you want to say it, the, the, the sweatiest, um, was 15. Joe's was 16. <laughs> it was almost, it was the second, um, lowest scoring yeah, list. And when you told me about it, I was like, Whoa, that's, that's rough. That list wasn't you- there because <laughs> <laughs> to make friends. No, um, I'm, I'm gonna list this one out. Uh, you got two skill two behemoth, two tanks, that's a lot of armor turret four six six uh yeah for <laughs> 70 points each uh, <laughs> we got two balak strike vtols those are the ones that do four three one yes four and short yeah. even dirtier than skill three kites. yeah right oh they were skill three oh um uh, he's got a black knight 18 the five five to skill three he's got a hunchback He's got two two, another, yeah, two hunchbacks, a panther. Then he's got a Karnoff, skill seven, and then he's got two heat foot platoons for four points. Mm, so. Nice. So yeah, a lot of damage, <laughs> and doesn't really like he's got things that do a lot of damage that sit still, and then he's got a lot of things that do damage and gets behind you with twenty-two inch movement and TMM four, and then VTOL on air. So looking at Five. fives. That guy got off to a little bit of rough start. I think Joe had a little bit more brain burn than a lot of us. Some of the like lower unit ones were dealing with. Like he was like, "Hey, my inventory get TMM one." I was like, "No, they don't." <laughs> <laughs> like there were some things like right out of the game. Like, "Hey, man, I hate to do that to you, but that's not how it works." Um, 
so I think that we got off on the wrong foot just because like turn one, I was like, hey, I got to question everything now and I'm sorry, but you've lost my trust in you establishing basic rules and <laughs> I then become a whole Josh to make sure that you know everything because everything is everything needs to be cleared up for me to enjoy a game. I can't be like stopping midway through. So we were like, hey, you've got two highest point units and there's a secondary that affects choose your highest point. And I was like, so, okay, uh, yeah. so we got to go to the TO. Is it he gets to pick? Is it I get to pick? Like, how does it work? And he's like, he has to pick one that's his highest point unit because he has two of the same. So there was, there was a lot of those kinds of questions. So an hour and a half once the, uh, the game started and you finally start playing. Honestly, it was. <laughs> Honestly, it was. It was like, hey, we've, we're on end of turn one and we've got an hour left. And I was like, Ugh. yeah. I, like I said, I think he just had a lot of brain burn. I, my, my list is simple. Like it just walks forward and does damage. There's no extra brain power needed. But just because of all the rules, I literally felt my, hot, my head getting hotter mm-hmm. 15 minutes into the game. And I was like, I'm just covering basic rules. That was, that was the turret thing. I could feel my head getting hotter with my game five. Because um, I think John said that tanks don't have rear arcs. And I was like, I'm 99% sure, but I just... I don't care it, anymore, man. That, that's when I took the turn. Because I was like, I started getting flush. And I was like, you know what? I'm not here to have a bad time. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm just going to let it roll. And we're just going to move forward. And I'm going to quit being... I'm going to not be sweaty about this. Yeah. And so we just... Yeah. But anyways... Um, if that were true, tanks would not have turrets. <laughs> <laughs> they would have no arc, nothing at all. Yeah. Um, they just shoot front because everything is front for a tank. Then, exactly. I mean, logic it through, just... Dustin. You can do it. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's actually like the last page when they do like coloring thing. But uh, no, I, I, I knew that they had <laughs> right, right. It's the arguing part. Yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. do this right now, guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I played him. That was like I said, got off rough. Yeah, you you sucked all the fun out of this game for me. Thanks. Yeah, no, I, but then I just kind of wanted it to be over. It went down to the wire. It was very close. I had shot his Karnov down. His Karnov on skill seven with a zero star had shot my sylphs. <gasps> yeah, oh. because, like, but I went in and was like, I got to kill infantry, and it's like sylphs do great at killing infantry because they just head over and just blah blah. It was definitely like we were playing like, okay, I have to move. And then the next thing has to be perfectly placed for like line of sight mm-hmm. blocking and within range right. of an objective. And I that, think that slowed it down as well. So like Piranha moved and like we spent five minutes and then it got to me and I was like, okay, my Piranha moves here. And he was like, he literally <laughs> was like, good game, sir. And just shook my hand. And he's like, you've put it in the one place where it has no line of sight to three of my units that would have killed it. Yep. I was like, yeah. I just move. I don't think. I just move. <laughs> Piranha go chomp. But no, the highlights for Joe's game was my vulture wouldn't die to things that should have killed it. Like nice. a Balak in the rear arc, one inch away, putting four damage plus five. rear. Yeah, plus yeah. rear. So five. And it only doing like three. Oh. I was like on on three, on fives, because skill in TMM, I'm like, he mm-hmm. should die. And he was like, He's got one structure left. You got to commit another mech to killing it. He's like, oh, yeah. I don't want to. That. Yeah. Like, you got him, yeah. man. That was one of my favorite things about taking my main gauches because five hit points and TMM2 
is enough <laughs> to where to where people can't just take it off the table with one or two exactly. shots. You, you yep. got, and there, when I'm looking at like min maxi stuff, I'm like, I really don't ever want somebody to be able to just be like, oh, I, I want that dead. I'm going to kill it and just kill it. Like that's, yeah. But anyways. Because one of the secondaries was highest. There were like two secondaries for highest point unit either yours survives or the other enemy's dead so yes. i was like okay so he's if he wants that he's got to kill the aries and <laughs> i'm looking i'm looking <laughs> joe in the eyes i'm like he ain't killing my aries he don't even want to kill my aries uh you don't want to shoot through 25 blips that's so a lot that's a lot of blips <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i'm like okay i want my two secondary points so i'm gonna kill his 70 point behemoth two tank and i'm like by the end of it, I'm like, can this be over yet? That's so much armor. You you didn't tell people about how they're skilled too, and then he he parked them, so they were you're you're like, Once, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's like fives at medium range, that's fives at medium in range. Two? So I was like, that's brutal. There was just a little bit of partial cover, and I was hugging it the whole time. I was like, yeah. hug it, move for TMM two. So I moved to the other side of the rock, and I was like, this ain't even fun because it's like I'm I'm fighting turrets, and I hate fighting yeah. turrets mentally and physically because i'm like it's not a good game like no one's enjoying it because you're just sitting and rolling dice and i'm like move two inches to get tmm get partial cover to make your skill one unit shoot at medium range all right medium range three all right now six up roll six up on how many dice you're shooting six six yeah six this ain't fun man (laughs) uh end of game six i get like he gets rear on my spider and my cougar and it comes down to me with just a two point lead. Like it was very close. I eked it out. I eked it out. We had to like, all right. Cause we went to time after like, was it five turns? Yeah. Five yeah. turns. I was like, all right, what happens this turn? And we were like, all right, the only thing that matters is can you kill the firestorm? And he was like, shoot, shoot. And he couldn't. Cause I, I had done two weapon destroys on his hunchback. Mm. I was oh, like, wow. yes. That's not even a hunchback anymore. <laughs> um, just just a back. And he, all he had was an immobilized behemoth 2 that had line of sight on nothing. So he had to commit to spotting and he wasn't willing because he was like, I got to do damage. So he had landed his VTOLs on objectives. And I was like, can the Ares kill a TMM4 landed VTOL? And it was it's like it couldn't. So I, I stuck with a, a two point lead. It was rough. It was rough. I also hate VTOLs after that match because I was three VTOLs <laughs> with TMM4. And I was like, this is not fun. My original list had the the King Crab had Flak 330. <laughs> you were like, I'm oh, so yeah. devastated. Um, it's coming next year. I'm yeah. I'm like, this crab comes next year. I'm bringing the 11. So I eke out a win, just barely. Uh, what were you asking? Go over the end. Oh, my sport, my army comp list. Yeah, your army comp uh, I got 20, so I scored right average. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I scored twenty. I mean, well. I, would, I thought my list was dirtier than yours, but I—I I mean, your highest and lowest are dropped. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I literally explained to everyone. I was like, "Yeah, this list looks scary, but it does one thing. It, it has one mech that does heat, and it has two battle armors that don't have heat. I'm everything else is TMM two. Yeah, every, <laughs> I'm TMN negative one for the super heavy, and TMN two <laughs> for everything else. So it's really." This list is basic. It is. It is white girl pumpkin latte basic, <laughs> with just some cool intimidating models. Like I'll, I'll be honest, it's it's not a list you look you want to see in a back alley, but it doesn't have any weird tricks. 
But it's easy to get confused by it because it's got unusual models. Nobody got confused. So, Nobody. Oh, Everyone was that's smarter good. than the average bear. Okay. <laughs> um, I was like, they take I mean, I'm sad one. For you, but, I, I would yeah. literally hand them like, here is your copy to mark on, laminated and everything. You can sharpie it, and they'd be like, do I need to shoot the Ares? No. Okay, don't shoot the Ares. Yeah. <laughs> like it's got a lot of armor, yeah. but it's really slow. Yes. The Ares died once, right? Twice. Uh, Twice? Okay. John in game four killed it, and Steve in game two killed it. Because he was like, nice. that can get the pod. Yeah. That can get a pod. Uh, if he gets, if he just commits. Because it's negative one. Because it's negative one. <laughs> he's like, bro, if he stands still, he actually shoots better. <laughs> <sighs> but once it gets it, it can move two inches. Yes. And you're never going to kill it. So. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just that's all it does. Um, so that's end of game six. The day is over and we all like start packing up because we have to wait for scores to be tallied. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. at this point, you're just like crying because it's finally over. You're like, I don't care what happens. I don't care who wins. It's it's done. Like Frodo and Mordor. Just like, yeah. it's done. <laughs> it's over. It's over. Had a great time. I'm so done. I'm so spent. <laughs> Screw you guys. I hate this. I'll see you next year. Hundred <laughs> percent. See you next year. Um. <laughs> Sorry, it's just so true. Oh, <laughs> um, really? So, yeah, I think in game six, I used the phrase "I can't be bothered" like four times. No, it's whatever. I don't. I can't be bothered. Like I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't even care anymore, man. So was was six games over two days too much? No. no it's just it's, you go. It's the perfect amount. I, I'm wholly spent at the end and I had a blast the whole entire time. I would not do a three and three. I wouldn't like that. Yeah, because day two might drag. Day two would drag and then everyone's gotta go home. So you actually need four games day day one. I, I like it. I and like then it. and then a fast like minimum and he he like last year he, he was like everyone gets this much for lunch and he was like do y'all want to get out of here soon and not a single person objects okay, to a so starting earlier and be a shorter lunch yep so so five games wouldn't be better you you feel like you, you need all six <sighs> the six one's kind of what separates everything like with that many people you kind of need that game because a lot because because it's differential there's a lot of ties or at least one point differences. So by, gotcha. by the end of it, for so many people, you're within 10, 15 points by the end of it. And in five games, that would be even less. Yeah. All right. All right. So we, we sit down and we get ready for roll call. And end of Southern Assault 2022, uh, Carrie Joe Patton, uh, the Unicorn Company podcast takes best overall with 279 overall points and 145 general points. That's out of how many points? Uh, we know. 210. Gotcha. Best general goes to Matt LeBaron, who we both okay. bought at Nova. I know, Bat- I know Matt LeBaron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he won with his Sea Foxes. or I should say the way Southern Assault is, you can only win one. Right. So if you if you break down best general, best general also went to carry. Yeah. Um by quite a margin. Right? Twenty five. Yeah. Gotcha. An impressive okay. margin. 
Uh, but you but, can only take first in one category, yes. But because carry one, then it goes to uh, Matt. Yeah. The next, yeah. Uh, best sportsman goes to Andrew Brake. Uh, best painted, who got that one? I did. It wasn't me. <laughs> it was Dustin. Okay. Yep. Nice. I did hear about that. So that was, that was a, I got that spoiled for me, but congratulations. Thank I heard you. it was well-deserved from everybody who saw your stuff. I tried super hard. I was really, really wanting to do, I wanted to place and painted. I, I wasn't trying, I mean, you, you try for first because that's how you, you know, yeah. you, but I tried, I, I mean, there was easily 40 hours in that army. Uh, and best hobbyist was Justin Hall. So hobbyist is like sportsmanship your painting score your knowledge your, quiz your knowledge quiz your army comp score um that's every it's all the other things it's everything that's not best general basically yeah um i didn't yeah. realize there was a written test there is there is and i got <laughs> the damn elemental one wrong i was like there's 25 at a start no <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, technically Andrew got the better hobbyist, and Justin was second for obvious, but you know that's uh, how it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Justin had a great army, and I loved his display board. No, it's, with it, the display boards the this year were so much better, and I'm like, wow, guys. Samir's display board was in bonkers. It was easily my it, that was wow. That was something but, else. Can't even still not required, right? No, just, no, but. They do help because part of your painted like extra score. I heard this. Oh, the diorama. Any any extras only affects basically players' choice. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. So yes, correct. (laughs) Your your paint your models are the only thing that counts for best painted. Um, and I'm lucky. I wouldn't have played. I was within earshot when they were judging my best painted stuff and um, they were going to dock me because I didn't have any free hands. They're like, oh no, it's just transfers. And I was like, I free handed those transfers. Don't take that away from there, me. There are no transfers. It's all paid. There are no transfers. Um, <laughs> did, did they end up realizing that or? After he After told, told him. him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Austin was like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> like, uh, uh, but anyways. Oh man. So those are the first place winners, and congratulations to all of them. Round of applause. Our hey, very own hey, Dustin hey. taking home the one of the big trophies. I got him. I'm looking at him right now. Anyways. Um, I'm pretty sure Unicorn Company slash Carrie has already put out their recap by now, hopefully. So Yeah, her her recap, I listened to it yesterday. Um was the first half yeah. is the recap. And yeah, it's good. It was fun to hear the persp- the other perspective. Yeah. A lot of tortoise twos, battle yeah. armors. I brought, dude. So, <laughs> a lot of tortoise to, twos, a lot of dasher H's with with flavor yep. elementals, like you know, more choppers this year. Um, well, I had to, to at the end of the tournament. People were you know doing circles, talking and chatting, and I was just like walked over to one circle full of people I mostly hadn't met yet. Um, and one guy was upset about the tortoise twos. There were words like they're broken and alpha, alpha strike is broken or whatever. And I had to literally slowly back away. Cause I brought <laughs> two. I was just like, all right, nice to meet you guys. I was like, I was one of the people with the tortoise twos. Lots of tortoise twos, at least three lists. Yeah. The, I mean, they're carries yours. They're great. The guy I fought. <laughs> they're good. They're good. They're, they're really good. But if you kill the transport, they just die. So that, that's a big if though. Yeah. 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 If. I, like I said, 
a good player and, won't let them get killed in the right. transport. A bad player that might happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to do any second place stuff? I guess I have you, to, considering yeah, I'm because you Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. You, you I'll let you do it. <laughs> I, I don't have the list in front of me. Second place. Well, I know you took second in best general, right? I took second in best overall. Best overall. Best, best overall. overall. Okay, not yeah, that's right. I took um, uh two hundred seventy best overall. So I was nine points short of carry. Nice, nice. Second place for best general. Who did that go to? Uh, that went to John Allspatch. Uh, so best sport. First place was Andrew Brake. Second was Donovan Marsh. Great to see that guy up again. And uh, his friend Will. We had uh, was it subs with them last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and third place was Steve Mysell. So good job, Steve. In what category are you talking about uh, right that's now? That's sportsman. Okay, great. Uh, best painted was you. For first, mm-hmm. second was Samir. Of course, I would hope. I mean, it's killer. Uh, third was Will Wesson, and best hobbyist, like I said, was Justin Hall. Player's choice was you. Yeah, and because usually they don't do two trophies, but um, oh, I'm sorry. Third overall was John Moger. Then third general was David Latiza. Oh, I was just saying. I I only won two awards because. They, they didn't want to take it away from me because it was player's choice was voted on by the players. So oh. Rob, Rob clarified that he's like, normally this doesn't happen, but we love we Dustin so much, <laughs> but also you can't, honored. if it's, play- no, no, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like, like the player's choice make, makes sense. That's a, that's, that's out of the normal, the, the rule type things for that. If, if, if someone else had got it, they'd be like, wait, we all voted for Dustin. Yeah. Why is Dustin? I can't, didn't you vote for Dustin? He gave me 20 bucks behind the... Yeah. <laughs> that cost Dustin a lot of money. Yeah. That's not yeah. where your Patreon money goes. I need you to know that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was... Oh, man. It's over. It's over. For a year. So we have here overall performance... Uh, I will just say that I am happy. I placed 13th for best general um, out of 52 or 53, which is much better than I did last year. I was middle middle of the pack last year out of 32. So I was kind of the same. I was higher placed with more people. I was happy with my tactical performance. Um, I did better. I wasn't expecting to take best general or anything. Um, but you've learned a lot. Like I, just yes. you went from uh, no games of Alpha Strike to... And like two, three practice games against the same person mm-hmm. before the tournament. And no, and like no miniatures wargaming in general. Some people bring like in, in, Infinity and like Malifaux and all this other background experience. And I had going into the tournament last year, I had none of that. You don't had, had classic only, battle tech. I was a classic dude. I'm like, bro, I played this technically a board game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, lots more miniatures wargaming experience this year. Um, that I brought with me. So, but I was, I was happy and I tried really hard for, for, you know, painted and I got that. So I was super happy with that too. And I got a sick poster of a King crab shooting a Jade Falcon Timberwolf in the face. It's like my favorite. The prize support. The oh my gosh. Is, like, and everyone gets, get, everyone gets something. I need to, I need to first say that everyone gets something. There's enough prizes for literally everybody at the turn. You came dead last. You got stuff. Yeah. You got swag. The, it, the the tournament, the $35 you pay to go to the tournament is easily paid back oh. in just the swag and 
we took the we took the the thing from from game five, the little bunkers, you know, everyone the winner got to choose the winner got to choose if they wanted the painted or the unassembled ones. So everybody got bunk those little walls. Nice. I love that. I love everybody that a got a prize. Yeah. Everybody got a t-shirt. Everybody got the little tokens. Those tokens are awesome. I need to buy more of them. When are they going to go up on the store? Uh, I, need, I need ones of different colors is what I need. You get fortress dice. Like it is, you got to go. Those fortress dice failed me game one. I just need, I need to, I need to say oh, that because yeah. I was like, <laughs> these are my initiative dice and my critical dice. And it was like, what, yeah, why am I losing every turn? <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I would like to thank death ray designs. I would like to thank Ironwind metals, metal core collectibles. They apparently like, like I saw their table and I was like, there's so much here. I don't know what to pick. Like I get to pick mm-hmm. something and I was like, I, I don't know. There's too much. Yeah. Decision paralysis. Uh, on picking prizes is not something I'm used to. Feldher. Feldher had cases there. Monument Hobbies, Shadow's Edge Miniatures, Steel Warrior Studios, uh, Stratos Miniatures. We had SOAG there. We had Greyhounds out for prizes, which was cool. We had art from Spooky777. We had Eldon Calger, Ken Coleman, and Anthony Scroggins. So, yep. Oh, wow. Lots of posters. Yeah. They were great. I've got a signed Scroggins poster now and a signed Randall book. I'm collecting autographs. Just jealous. Yeah. Uh, Well, next time, abandon your job and family and just come play Battletech. Yeah, no, that sounds sounds like a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Denim's like, I'm not missing another one. I'm just going to fake my death the week before. (laughs) To be fair, I have to burn all the brownie points I collect throughout the year. I'm like, hun, dearest wife of mine, I'm out. This week, I will not do dishes. This week, I will go home and I will paint and I will scream. And there is nothing <laughs> in between the two. Sleeping and screaming. And the, the sound of the chains chaining you to hey. the hobby bench. <laughs> like last year, I, I just didn't sign up at all. At least this year, I was signed up for it. <laughs> like all, all this stuff went bad after I signed up. Blake knew you would be too powerful if you came. I had... I had a, a list. I had refined my list. I did not, thankfully, finish painting it before it turned out I wasn't going to go. So that took a lot of stress off of, off of my plate. Just what are your takeaways? Like, whether it be advice for like list building, advice for list playing. This is a two day six game tournament, and there's not a lot of like experience. So like, I, I mean, I don't. Have fun. I mean, take what you want. I, I'm i really split on what I'm going to take. I want to take a toolbox next year, but I don't know if that's going to be fun. I don't, I don't know. It's a great time. Win or lose. lose. Yeah. Yeah. End of day one, I'm like, oh, man, I'm two losses and a tie. <laughs> like, ugh. like still, the, still the most fun I'm having, uh, not, not at work. So there's yeah. that. There's that. Um, Rub it in, Josh. Rub it I'm in. sorry. Sorry. Someone <laughs> got called into work. Uh, I will say, if I had to go back, I'd probably take one artillery unit and a flak artillery. unit. Yeah. Because there were a lot of inf- infantry blobs. You took one, and I fought it a couple times. I'm like, wow, this two health unit is holding an objective, and I just need to swat it. And that's what artillery is good at. Yep. Or a VTOL. Like, Ar- I either take a- or, I was going to say, yeah. is, is VTOL immune to artillery? No. Okay. You got to be higher. You got to be like three inches off the board. Yeah. Three inches is the magic number yeah. for VTOL. <laughs> well, yeah, but but 
but like Josh's VTOL can go up to 10, it can go way high. Yeah. So once, once they're up a certain level, are they immune? Is that what you're saying? If, if they're outside of the range, I'm pretty sure they are, cannot be hit by artillery. There is a rule. Okay. I have to double check that. Uh, it's okay. We can look that yeah. up later. Yeah. But, but then they're, they're at that range of shooting. If and, shooting yeah. Too. yeah. And art, artillery, you know, artillery, arrow four, IS, whatever the two points of damage that kills the dasher H. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It kills a lot of infantry too, especially yeah. if it's been damaged. I mean, yeah. a lot of infantry now say that. And it breaks up the death star. It breaks have- up death starts. It clears imagery. But I do think there is another thing where we aren't playing with like precision alternate ammos. And that's another key. Mm. So in this, in the fortress 375 format, artillery is very good for that fast yeah vtols you just need flak because everyone's like oh well if i can put a cheap vtol in your rear that's all i need and and you just need the one point i had i will say my vtols when they got hit with one point of damage or whatever 50 percent of the time it was nosedive they were dead the other 50% of the time, they were 50% movement and TMM. So now they're 11 inches, three altogether. Um, so they shortly died after that. Um, and rarely did they survive the first hit. Yeah. Well, my list for Nova only had one flak, and it was a flak zero star. So even when even when I hit, I only did damage half of the time. But uh, but my new list had had a few more flaks. So we're already starting building lists for next year, right? Because we all went home, we oh, yeah. crashed, and the next day we're like, I've been in list building mode for two <laughs> weeks. I need to stay in that mode. Yeah. Any other thoughts, critiques, comments? So we're four hours in. We- yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Like super, super lots of fun. If you had to pick a tournament to go to, would it be Southern Assault? It's the only one I've been to. Denim hasn't gone to it, but he's been to other ones. You got one guy who hasn't been to anything else and one guy who hasn't been to it. <laughs> and then you got me. Yeah, I well, like the concept of, of it not like a like Nova is a convention that has yes. that, that's built around tournaments, but it's a convention like Southern Assault. I didn't realize was just a tournament. There's no extra stuff. It's just it. It's just distilled tournamentness, which there's there's a big appeal for that like that's a you get to hang out like that that, that, no no that is the best part of going part of a tournament is hanging out i'm saying that there's not vendors there there's not there's you know there's no distractions right there there's you know there's not cosplaying there's not you know this and that it's just game and vibe it's all you know just surrounded around the tournament it's it's pure pure distilled alpha strike so i need to go so that uh, so that I can I can add that to my experiences, and then I'll let you know if I prefer that or something with a bit of cosplay. Oh, what about you, Josh? Nova or oh. tournament in convention or Southern Assault? Gotta answer your own question now. I mean, I, I knew I'd have to, but <laughs> Southern Assault is two days, and technically you could do Nova for two days and just do like the weekend tournament stuff. If it was just that, I would. 100% say Southern Assault because everyone there is there for the same reason. They're all mm-hmm. battle tech players. Like you're not like in line trying to fight against 
Warhammer or Infinity players. It's like yeah. everyone there you talk to is there for the same reason. So you've got one thing in common with them. Making Blake jokes, making Kerensky jokes. Yeah. Everyone gets the same jokes. Everyone's having a good time. The number of food and like things I've shared, like, hey, hold this, blah, 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 cannot be beat at Southern Assault. Like, it, it, it's the best thing to go to. It's why I was like, it's, hey, as soon as I go, I, I'm picking stuff up for next year while already at the at the event. Like, I'm already thinking about going next time. I'm like, Nova? I don't know. We'll see. LVO? I don't know. We'll see. See how it goes this year. Then we might take a look. So I'm like, oh, it's a great time every time. Well, I'll be the judge of that next year. <laughs> All right. Well, now we've got cool. Some- well, it sounds like you guys had a lot of fun. Um, I mean... I'm I'm sure that there's still a lot of stories that that you haven't told, but it's gonna have to, you know, you're still processing. It's it's been a week, less than a week, right? Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember recovering from Nova, so I'm sure that that it's gonna take a bit for Southern Assault too. I wore sandals cleaning up the house before Southern Assault. I was like, I can't step on glass again. <laughs> <laughs> he can be taught. <laughs> Josh has two weaknesses. The three objectives in the center and glass. (laughs) (laughs) And we are going to close out the episode tonight with a fan favorite, field reporter Dustin, getting all of the fun hot takes straight from the battlefield. Until next time, keep those reactors hot and those sea bills flowing. Uh, My name's Steve and I'm from Detroit, Michigan. Okay, um, so are you returning or is this your first time at Southern Assault? This is my first time playing Alpha Strike, period. Uh, so first time as social or uh, Southern Assault. Excellent, excellent. Are you having a good time this year? I've had a riot. Everyone's been very kind. Uh, not nearly as bad as some of the Warhammer 40K tournaments I've been at. Uh, really enjoying myself. Yeah, just a little less sweaty. Um, what unit has surprised you so far? Like, what did somebody put on the table and you're like, oh, man, I didn't even know this thing existed, and now it's kicking my butt or not kicking your butt? Uh, that would be your Seraph. <laughs> Call me out. Call me out. Uh, and uh, what's been your favorite part of the tournament so far? I bet I can guess your answer, but... Favorite part of the tournament? Yeah, the whole the whole thing. Oh, well, okay. If we're doing the whole, whole thing, Friday night when we had a practice game, we got to do uh, Crabback 22, or 2022. Uh, we had uh, John, he brought all of his hunchbacks. I brought all my crabs. And uh, we duked it out. Unfortunately, the crabs did not win, but I blame a lucky headshot on the king crab. Uh, that really swung it in his favor. But it, it was a great game. Had a lot of fun. Learned a lot. We'll have a rematch next year. Thanks. Thank you very much. Let me know where you're coming in from and what your name is. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm coming from Tennessee. And I came here to shoot things. So are you a returning player or is this your first time at Southern Assault? Well, this is my first time at Southern Assault. I've, I've been in many tournaments before. Uh, what unit has surprised you so far? What did somebody throw on the table and you were just like, oh man, I didn't even know that existed. Now I got to deal with it. It was a VTOL because it had 22 inch movement and it had a five close range. And so Ooh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of caught me off guard, but, uh, I killed them. They're dead. Got to kill, kill them. You punish them for their, their sins. I mean, I'd already lost the game, but that's okay. They're still dead. What's your favorite part of the tournament so far? The whole the whole thing doesn't have to be any part of the, the game or, you know, pick take your pick. Uh, I've just enjoyed uh, spending time with other BattleTech players. It's nice you can go into a place and uh, with fifty plus people and you can talk about something you really love and everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. So and all my games have been pretty good so far. So excellent. 
Thanks for your time. You want to go? Sure. All right, let me, uh, where are you coming in from? What's your name? This is Thomas from Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, represent! Absolutely. All right, uh, I'm going to ask you mostly the same questions, which I haven't memorized yet. So, oh yeah, are you a returning player, or is this your first time out at Southern Assault? No, this is my first time at Southern Assault. You having a good time? Absolutely. All right, so what kind of unit did you see so far? This is We're game five, by the way, for context. We're coming into game six. What surprised you? You know, I completely underrated heavy LRM carriers because they can just nuke whatever's on an objective. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, indirect fire is no big deal until it just takes your stuff off the table. Um, what's, what's been your favorite part of the tournament so far? Uh, I just like being around other people that know Battletech, so I don't uh, have to explain how everything began over and over. It's like, yeah, we know. Claners and Drax. Got it. That's right. Everybody else, you're like, okay, step one's big stumpy robots, and their eyes glaze over. But here, you can just drop Kerensky jokes, and people get them. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. All right. Thank you for your time. John. John from MR MRC, right? MRC, not MRBC. Yeah. MRC. Are you going to let me on the podcast again? I, I don't know. Jo Josh might have to charge you some for extra time. Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, so this is John. Where are you coming in from, John? Uh, Middle Tennessee. Excellent, excellent. You got the whole. You brought the whole Tennessee crew out with you, did you? I did. I tried to represent. All right, so first time in Southern Assault, or you've been out already? No, this is my first time here. Excellent. You having a good time? I have a fantastic time. All right, so what surprised you in the tournament so far? The Ares was kind of cool from Josh's list. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, mixed lists, too. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, clan and industry units to combine. Yeah, it's Ill-Clan era, guys. You, you can take both. It's okay. It's it's fluffy. It's legal. It is. It's just different. I mean, I'm not used to it, so it throws me for surprise. Someone's like, okay, here's a wolf trap, and then here's a fire falcon. And you're like, oh, cool. What is this nonsense? All right. Uh, favorite part of the tournament so far? Uh, it, it has been playing... Six games of Battletech. Right? That's like half a year's quota for me, all in one day. Yeah, exactly. For a lot of players, that is, that's half a year or more. And my wife doesn't have to hear me complain about not rolling dice anymore, at least for a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. It'll be just a couple days for me. I mean. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you, sir. All right. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. So let me know your name and where you're from, coming in from. My name is Tai E. John Moger. I'm from out. I'm from. My family's on Turtle Bay, and I say kill them all. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. For That's all you got. Oh no no. <laughs> coming in hot. Coming in hot. All right. Um, is this your first time at Southern Assault, or are you a returning player? No, this is my first time at Southern Assault. I'm here with the Nashville crew. All right. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Represent Nashville. Shout out. Shout out. All right. Um, so what has surprised you? What do you see on the table that kind of shocked you this, this game? Well, I think you said it best. You know, we're an ill clan. And with there's just so much stuff in the Dark Age that is powerful. You know, I've, I've gone up against two Vulture Mark IVs, and I'm, I'm looking at one now because I can bring one with the Draconis Combine. Yeah, Vulture Mark IV, is that the, the 962 or something? Uh, one of the variants is. But across, I think the minimum damage you're going to be doing on is like five or six, which is great. Um, you know, XL engines are not bad anymore when you're playing with multiple attack rolls, so uh, it's definitely making me rethink my list building. Yep. Yeah, no, the, the XLs, why pay for the structure? Why pay? Right. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see. What else do we got here? Oh, yeah. 
What's your favorite? What's been your favorite thing about the tournament so far? Um, meeting meeting people who love the hobby. Um, Nashville's pretty big for BattleTech, but it's great meeting people from all over who love what, what I love here with BattleTech. Thank you for your time. <laughs> you have a good one, man. Uh, I'm my name is Chris. I come from Fayetteville, North Carolina. North Carolina represent. Uh, all right, so is this your first time out, or are you a returning player? This is a returning year for me. This is the second year of Summoner Assault for me and my buddy. Welcome back, welcome back. What unit has surprised you in the tournament so far? What, did, what just did somebody drop on the table? You're like, I didn't even know this existed. This Now i got to deal with this crap. Uh, I haven't really had that issue. It's kind of been the reverse. Everyone goes, it, what is that? I said, oh, they're, they're, uh, they're volley artillery trucks. They're like, artillery trucks. And then they're surprised. I tell them, yeah, they hit on sixes. And then I've had some looks, but... They're not that bad. Yeah, I got that urban mech skill two life, so I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling you. I've only brought one artillery piece though, but um, how many, how many points are your trucks? Uh, the volleys at skill two are only 27 ba- battle value, which is pretty good. I don't know if any other artillery in the game can get that cheap at skill two. I don't know either. I saw some field artillery that was pretty cheap, but once. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, what's been your favorite part of the tournament so far? Oh, it was definitely round two. Since I brought my Starly Royal Defense Force, I got to go against the Touring Concordat. And it couldn't get any more thematic than that. It was the best. And he, we both looked at her and went, dude! And we were, oh, it was a great match. The, the hegemony will prevail. Oh, uh, we, we, uh, we re-kept order within the Star League. That's right, that's right. Thank you for your time. Not a problem, man. Thank you. Hi, everybody. All right, where are you coming in from, Dan? Washington, D.C. All right. Um, so are you a returning player, or is this your first time at Southern Assault? I am a lucky returning player. That's right. We hung out last year. Uh, but I'm asking the same questions for everybody. Not, all, not, everybody, not everybody listening is going to know that. But anyways, um, so what surprised you? What did somebody put on the table, and you're like, that's a surprise? Everything's been different. I don't think there's been any, like, super surprises besides, like, meta-changing. Like, but, like... Actually, not as much artillery as I was, or not artillery, not as many LRMs as I was thinking there would be. Uh, just like big beefy mechs with uh, low skills. Just a uh, hammer time with those low skill big mechs, right? Pretty much. All right, what's been your favorite part of the tournament? Favorite player or play? Favorite part? Any any doesn't have to be part of the uh, you know playing experience or whatever. It could be anything. Oh, I got those weird enchiladas last night. Maybe it was all those chips we ate. Yeah, right? That's my favorite part. Came all the way out to Raleigh, North, or not Raleigh, but Winston-Salem, North Carolina, to eat some enchiladas. Enchiladas that I've never seen before, yeah. That's going to be about it, because, uh, yeah, the gaming has been uh, subpar on my end. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you for your time. No problem, man. That's okay, so I, I'm going to ask you anyways. You let me know your name and where you're coming in from. I am Michael Bryant. I am from Charlotte. North Carolina, represent. Um, all right, Michael. So is this your first time at Southern Assault, or are you a returning player? First time. How you how you feeling about it? I'm having fun. It's a good time. Learned about it from your podcast. No kidding. All right. A listener, thanks for, thanks for listening. I'm always flattered. Like, why do people listen to us talk? I want to see it more, more often. I'm like... All right. Um, so what surprised you so far? What did somebody put on the table, and you're like, surprise, I've never had to deal with this, or not? This dude's LRM carriers and his party van. Party van full of infantry? No, the the LRM partisan. Oh, uh, part 
Well, that's a lot of party. All right. Um, and what's been your favorite part about the tournament so far? Just getting the getting to play. I don't get enough time to play, so it's good to come out here and have some dedicated dice rolling, stompy mech action. So. I feel you. I, I, I don't have to bother my wife about rolling dice for like maybe two or three weeks after Southern Assault. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. All right. All right. Let me get your name and where you're coming in from. I'm Ryan Burns, and I'm local. So I live right here in Walkertown. You lucky duck. Um, all right. So you're a returning player. Or is this your first time out, you know, down the road from where you live? Yeah, I was here last year, so this is my second year doing Southern Assault. Excellent, excellent. Uh, any surprises for you? Lots of people running heat. I had a lot of mechs that I do not have overheat on that ended up shutting down, so that was not something I expected to have. That's sweaty. That's that's real sweaty. Overheat all the way to the point of shutdown? Two, two max heat per turn, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. Okay, well that... So I... Stick to the rules. They're probably so. But I'm not going to stop shooting. I'm going to keep shooting even if I'm starting to overheat. So it's going to happen. There you go. Um, all right. And what's been your favorite part about the tournament? I, I really like getting to see lists that I don't usually play. Like the guys around here don't use a lot of flamers. So it sucked to get hit with that many flamers. But it was also neat to see that new mechanic that I'm not used to playing up against. That's always the coolest part about having just people from outside of the group come in and kind of blow the meta up. I love it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited for next year. Hopefully we can convince them to make it a biannual thing instead of a, a once a year. Biannual is twice a year, right? Or is that I think so. Or is that semi-annual? Whichever one gets us an extra round. There we go. There we go. All right. Thank you for your time. All right. All right. Let me know what your name is and where you're coming in from. Hi, this is Will Parr. I'm coming from Anderson, South Carolina. It's to Clemson. Oh, okay. So I guess your drive was like what? Three and a half hours with with no traffic and more like four and a half because Friday in Charlotte. All right, half a day. That's not too bad. Not too bad. You returning player? Or is this your first time out at Southern Assault? Uh, this is my second time coming to the tournament. Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, so, has anything surprised you? Like, what unit or uh, tactic has surprised you? So I wasn't surprised to see C3I, but I was impressed to see it on the table. Um, Another Will uh, did a great job. Will Wesson did a great job using that. Um, it's my own C3 Lance. So. Oh, nice. So you guys actually had some C3 interaction, some ECM interaction? Uh, yeah, a lot of electronic warfare, uh, for sure. All right. And uh, what's been your favorite part of the tournament so far? Um, probably just, you know, getting to play some games. I, like, there's not really Battletech players near me, so um, I appreciate the opportunity to play. That's right. Roll the dice. That's... That's what we're here for. That's what we paid for, right? Yep, definitely, definitely. All right, well, thank you for your time, Will. Thank you. All right, Dustin, thanks for doing that field reporting. And everyone else, thanks for listening to our Southern Assault 2022 recap. You can catch us next time where we talk all about all the special pilot abilities that make your pilot stand out.